Welcome world changers to the 2023 Inspire Summit. I hope today you stay tuned and get some inspiration to continue your year. Be the best me in 2023. Adopt that attitude and affirmation every day. Welcome. Hello, beautiful souls of love and light. Do you have a story to share? Have you overcome or been through the trenches, the struggles that you know will help other people? If you have, and you would love to be on the Real Heart Talk podcast, go to my link tree, Pamela Duran, and sign up for a virtual coffee so we can get you scheduled to be on the podcast. I want to share your story. I want other people around the world to hear how you've overcome so that they know they're not alone. We're not in it alone. None of us are in it alone. So if you have a story to share, just sign up on my link tree, Pamela Durant. How many of you feel like you're a fraud, even though you have the evidence of your ongoing success? And how many times a day do you compare yourself to your coworkers, to your neighbor, to a family member? Don't you think it's time that you stop the imposter syndrome, stop comparing yourself to others and start being your true self? I say it's time. And if you don't know if you have imposter syndrome, let me just ask you a few questions. Are you a high achiever? Do you suffer from self-doubt? Do you fear what others think of you? Do you struggle with confidence issues? Do you fear you will be discovered as someone less authentic? Or do you show up as your authentic self every day? Do you think this thought, what gives me the right to be here? These are just some of the questions. People who suffer from imposter syndrome ask themselves internally probably every day. But why? Why? What causes this imposter syndrome? Do you know? Do you have an idea? So one thing is consistent thoughts of self-doubt. Not being enough. Mixed with the repetition causes the thought pattern that keeps a person trapped into thinking they're an imposter. So first it starts with your self-doubt. So you're internalizing all of this. Not being enough mixed with repetition of that internal self-doubt. It causes the thought pattern. So you're literally creating an imposter root in your brain. And that's keeping you trapped into thinking you're an imposter. 
So let's think about this. How can you create a new brain wave, a new neuron pass? This is all neuroplasticity. And I know a lot of people have heard about it. A lot of people are talking about it. But when you start using affirmations, I am enough. I am blessed and highly favored. I am a winner. I am succeeding in my career. You re that repetition, along with that self-belief instead of self-doubt, causes new neuron paths in your brain. And that will help you to get out of that trap of thinking with that old thought pattern in your brain that you're an imposter. So another thing. Okay, so that's changing your mindset. Another thing. Did you grow up in a family that stressed achievement and success? That is another cause of imposter syndrome. Did your parents overpraise you or criticize you? Probably, I know for me, I always felt like I had to achieve, be a high achiever. So these patterns are in our brain waves, brain paths, for many, 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 many years. But they are reprogrammable. Like I said, with the new self-belief, with those affirmations, and you start feeling the confidence in yourself and in your abilities. You already have proven success. You have evidence that you are a success and that you achieve. Start believing that. You think it in your mind, you conceive it, you believe it, and you will receive it. It's the law. The law of attraction, mind you. And are you attending a new school or starting a new job? When you enter a new role like that, it can trigger your imposter syndrome. Even though you are well capable of being at that level, in that position, or in that school, you start thinking, am I enough? I'm not enough. I feel like that goes along with comparison, the comparison syndrome. When you compare yourself, nobody compares to you, you're the best. Nobody compares to you. Other causes of imposter syndrome our personality, low self-efficacy, you're too much of a perfectionist, just to, to name a few. And do you have social anxiety? That can also fuel your imposter syndrome. And what that means is everyone experiences imposter syndrome it does not mean that everyone that experiences imposter syndrome has social anxiety. But it can cause that for some people. So let's think about this. What are the types of imposter syndrome? There, there are actually types. So there's five types of imposter syndrome. There's the perfectionist. 
if you are the perfectionist you believe, unless you are absolutely perfect, you could have done better. You believe you are not as good as the others around you think you are. Are you always striving to do better, even though you did fantastic? Even though you're getting the accolades of your friends, your coworkers, your peers? That could be you. The second type of imposter syndrome is the expert. The second type of imposter syndrome is the expert. You do not know everything there is to know about a topic, or you have not mastered all the steps in a process. The third type of imposter syndrome is the natural genius. You feel like a fraud simply because you do not believe that you are naturally competent and intelligent. You feel like you have to get something right the first time around. Do you feel that way? That you need to know everything like the expert? You need to know everything about a topic or the natural genius that if you don't get it the first time around, something's wrong with you? That's not the case. The fourth type of imposter syndrome is... the soloist. And the soloist believes when you have to ask for help to reach a certain level or status, you doubt your competence and or abilities. Do you ask for help? Do you know questions are charming? When you're asking questions, that means you are not the smartest person in the room. And you definitely don't want to be the smartest person in the room. There's no room for growth if you're the smartest person in the room. And the fifth one is the super person. You believe you are the hardest worker and reach the highest levels of achievement possible. And if you do not, that you're a fraud. Are you the super person? You feel like Superman, Superwoman? What happens in these types of imposter syndromes is you manifest that negative self-talk because nothing is ever good enough. You're never good enough. You are not enough. But you are. You are enough. And you're the best. There's no comparison to you. Are you having anxiety and depression as a result of all of this imposter syndrome? It's time to take a pause and reflect. Reflect on yourself, who you are, how you've grown to where you are. You want to be your true authentic self every day, every time. Because you want to achieve and aspire to your true self. Not to someone else's expectations. You want to be in competition with yourself every day. Be the better you tomorrow. Be better tomorrow than you were today. 
Imposter syndrome shows up everywhere. Imposter syndrome syndrome shows up at work. After starting a new job or getting a promotion, you may develop anxiety and self-doubt and start feeling undeserving of the role. Your thoughts take you down a rabbit hole. And before you know it, you convince yourself that you were lucky to get the role. And fear people will figure out that you're unqualified. You, my friend, are as qualified as the next person to be in your role or position. Because you're there. You are there. And you are there to make a difference. You're there to make an impact. And you have skill sets. You didn't just happenstancely get there. You probably went through a rigorous interview. Maybe four or five different interviews with different people, different department heads. And you are there to make a difference. And if you want to dive deeper into imposter syndrome at work, you can ask yourself these questions. Do you agonize over even the smallest mistakes or flaw in your work? Yes, we all want to do excellent work. There's no such thing as perfect. There's going to be mistakes that need to be fixed. Learn from those mistakes and do better the next time. Do you attribute your success to luck or outside factors? Are you sensitive to even constructive criticism? Do you lean into the criticism that maybe your boss gives you for improvement? Or maybe your peers? Do you just lean into that or do you resist it? Resistance stops the flow. So if you're at work and you're being resistant, you're stopping the flow. You're stopping the flow of progress. You're stopping the flow of your breathing, your blood to your brain. You're stopping your flow of actually going through the process and learning what it is that will make things better in your position or make things better for your division or your company. So just remember that next time. Resistance stops the flow. Just lean in and just ask, what is your recommendation? Can you give me a suggestion of how that could have been better? Just lean into it. Do you feel like you will inevitably be found out as a phony? Do you feel like a phony? I mean, are you a phony? And if you're not, there's no ground to stand on to even think that. You've got the degree. You've got the experience. You're bringing your best to the table. Thinking that you're a phony is, is in bad. It's not acceptable. It's not even true. So we need to think on what's true, what's of the good report, what's acceptable. It is in your mindset. The battle is won in your mind. So it is a mindset. And we're going to clean out those old thought patterns and we're going to put some new thought patterns in so that you can stop the imposter syndrome. Those are the few of the questions. So let's look at three ways that you can overcome imposter syndrome at work. 
one, realize it is not just you. There's people all around you. You're working together as a team. Recognize your achievements and be an excellent receiver. That's a good question. Are you an excellent receiver? Do you know how to receive? Simply thank you. No explanation needed. No being defensive. Just say thank you. I really appreciate that. Work on being an excellent receiver everywhere and show gratitude. Gratitude cannot live in the same space as self-doubt or fear. Just start showing gratitude. Be thankful and serve, serve where you are. Don't make perfection the goal. I know that you've heard this, progress over perfection. I mean, progress makes perfect, <laughs> um, not practice, because you're progressing toward your goal. So progress is what you want to focus on. Focus on your top priorities and lean into your strengths. Develop skills that need improvement. Realize failure is a learning tool and implements growth. So if you're failing at something, understand what that is and go learn it. Understand what you need to improve to overcome it. Don't see it as a mistake or a stopping point or a barrier or an obstacle. It is something you can grow through. Now, I know some people probably just cope with the imposter syndrome. So here are some things in order to get past imposter syndrome, you need to start asking yourself these hard questions instead of just coping with it. Because when you're just coping with it, you're not being your authentic self. You're definitely not being your true self, which is, which is your authentic self, and you're still comparing. So... If you internalize and go into reflection, what are your core beliefs? What core beliefs do you hold? Have you written those down? Do you know what your core values and beliefs are? Start with those. Write them down. Do you believe that you are worthy of love? That's a good question. Do you believe you're worthy of love? The first thing you have to do is look in the mirror and say, I love you. Love yourself. Start your self-care journey. Do you have to be perfect for others to approve of you? Nobody's perfect. But do you feel that way? Do you feel you have to be perfect? And you may need to seek professional help if these things are hitting home for you and they're too deep. Definitely seek out a therapist or a coach, mentor, someone who can listen to your internal battles and help you sort those out. In order for you to move past these feelings, you must become comfortable, 
confronting your deeply ingrained beliefs that you hold inside about yourself. Are you ready to make a shift? This is pretty deep, I know. But it's needed. There's so much imposter syndrome in the world. So many people think they're not enough. And you are enough. You are enough. You are the best. There's no comparison to you. And I, I got that from Ed Milet. Yes, he says that. He's a great podcast to listen to. Very uplifting, encouraging, and sheds a lot of light. It'll bring you a lot of knowledge into your life about decision-making, business. He has several interviews that really hit home about all areas of your life, all of your life arenas. It's a good podcast. So, in an effort to move past these feelings and becoming comfortable confronting your ingrained beliefs, here's some techniques in an effort to make a shift. I don't know, you may or may not listen to Tony Stewart, but Tony Stewart, Tony Robbins. <laughs> well, Tony Stewart, you know, he's the race car driver. Uh, but Tony Robbins, and he always talks about changing your state. If you are feeling sad or depressed, just change your state. Turn a happy song on and start dancing. You know, go take a walk outside or maybe jog. I have to walk. I can't run. Hurts, hurts me. But in an effort to make a shift, here's some things you can do. Share your feelings. Like I was talking about getting a therapist or a coach, a mentor, or a confidant. Maybe you have a best friend that you can, they'll just listen to you. Because a lot of times, we just want someone to listen. We don't really want any suggestions. Just We need to just vent it all out. Another way you can do that is write it all out and then burn it. That will help you. So focus on others. In your same situation, this will help build your confidence. And then while you're in your reflection, assess your abilities. Get real with yourself. What are your best strengths? Do a SWOT analysis on yourself. We do those at work all the time. When we hire people, when we're doing improvements, performances, performance reviews, what are your strengths and weaknesses? What are your strengths and weaknesses? What opportunities and threats are out there for you? Really, get real with yourself and understand just what is it that you are good at. I'm sure there's lots of things. Take baby steps. This doesn't all have to be done in a day. You could just start your affirmations one day. Change your state when you're feeling anxiety or depressed. Put on a happy song and start dancing. And don't worry about being perfect. And make sure that you do this, that you reward yourself for taking positive action. You can share your story. You can do a live on social media. You could go get a mani-pedi. You could go take a ride on the lake or the ocean. Do something for you and reward yourself. 
another a couple more suggestions in trying to make a shift is question your thoughts. Is what you're thinking even biblical? Let me rephrase that. <laughs> question your thoughts is biblical. It, to check in on you and your thoughts. Are they pure? Are they lovely? Are they a good report? Are they honest? Are they true? That's in Philippians 4 and 8. And in Corinthians, we're told to take our thoughts captive, casting down those imaginations. So question your thoughts. Because remember, your thoughts become things. Your thoughts become behaviors, and that turns into action. It's the result that you're going to see from that action what you desire. It's okay to stop and ask the questions, even to yourself. Another thing is to stop comparing. Stop comparing. That is another section I want to talk about, but it is also part of your imposter syndrome because you're comparing yourself. This makes you find fault with yourself. And then what happens? It fuels those feelings of not being good enough or not belonging. So try to focus on listening to what others are saying and lean in to learn something. And believe when others are complimenting you, believe you deserve it. You're worthy. No one compares to you, remember? So those are a few of the things you can do to make a shift and refuse. Refuse to let imposter syndrome hold you back. Don't let it stop you from pursuing your goals. Don't lean into those thoughts. Well, who do you think you are? Because we are who God created us to be. We have that DNA in us. We have special gifts we haven't even uncovered yet because we're too afraid. We're comparing ourselves. We're thinking we're not good enough, but we are good enough. You can try something new. See if you like it. Maybe it doesn't work for you. Just move on to the next thing. At least you tried it. You know that doesn't work for you. Maybe you're a boss. Maybe you have people working under you who are showing signs or characteristics of imposter syndrome. Here are a few. Berating your performance, negative thinking and negative self-talk, fear that you won't live up to expectations, trying to be an overachiever, sabotaging your own success, self-doubt again, so those are some characteristics you can look for in yourself. And if you lead a team, you can look for it in your team so that you can start addressing those issues and helping them escape the imposter syndrome. Be a transformational leader. Be a leader that has the foresight and the vision and the realization that maybe one of your team members needs help. And not hear what they're saying. A lot of times people speak louder when they don't even say anything at all.
So in order to overcome imposter syndrome, you need to separate your feelings from facts, observe them, remember, take them captive, take note of your accomplishments, at least once a month or, or maybe once a quarter. Sit down and write out your accomplishments. We do not do that enough. People do not sit down and write out their accomplishments enough to realize they are making progress. They are moving the needle. They are making a difference and an impact in a positive way. Because if you just try to keep all that in your head, you're, you can't keep it all there. You need to write it down so you can revisit it, reflect on it, and realize, hey, I am doing a great job. I am enough. You are enough. And be an excellent receiver and feel the feeling of success. What does that feel like? Can you just lean into that and feel that feeling of success? Focus on measuring your own achievements. Focus on Measuring your own achievements. I'm going to say that again. Applaud yourself for recognizing the signs and continuing to push forward. And like I said earlier, talk to others or talk to a therapist if you need to, to help you identify those feelings and create new behaviors to get past those thoughts that are causing you the fraudulent feelings. Because that turns into... Actions that may be self-deprecating. And you don't want to find yourself in that place. It's paralyzing. Right? You want to be lifted up. You want to be self-believing. You want to raise your level of self-efficacy. And that brings me to the last thing is affirmations for imposter syndrome. Repetition is the key to success. And Tony Robbins always says this repetition is the mother of success. But what happens when you do affirmations? We were talking about it earlier. Creates those new neuro way, neuro paths in your brain. Okay. It inspires and invokes new thoughts, feelings, which result in new actions. And in order to combat those thoughts, is simple, powerful, positive words to destroy impos imposter syndrome. And here are some affirmations you can start with to shift your mindset and destroy those old thought patterns that are not serving you. They're not serving you. I am trusting the timing of my life. I trust in my purpose and my innate power to be where I am. I am on purpose. I am doing the best that I can with what I have. I am strong and capable. I have earned my seat at the table. I trust myself to make good decisions. I do not have to be perfect to be effective. My opinion holds weight and has value to others. I am prepared to tackle my obstacle that comes my way. To tackle any obstacle that comes my way. And lastly, I've got this. Remember, we're creators. Words create. So what are you creating in your life? What are you creating inside of you? I think the biggest things to make a shift is that self-belief. The self-belief in your positive affirmations with that positive action 
is going to shift your mindset. This has to be done daily. You always hear it takes 21 days to create a new habit. So what's it gonna hurt to try this for 21 days? I mean, after all, if you are suffering from imposter syndrome, how many years has that been? So 21 days can make a big shift in your life. Are you ready? Are you ready to make a shift? Are you ready to show up as you are enough? The authentic you? Start being your true self? And if I could say anything else to help you, start being an excellent receiver. Just say thank you. Just say thank you. And your gratitude practice every day will help you move into that receivership. I want to see you win. You are enough. You have things to achieve and aspire to. And you, my friend, can do that. Because nobody compares to you. Okay, we are bringing some of our Clubhouse influencers online to share some nuggets with you. Some people, weeks to figure it out. It took some people months to figure out these questions. It took some people years, decades, and some people never, ever figured out the answers to this question in their lifetime but whether you who's listening to me right now can figure it out is up to you so the first question is who am i who are you who are you i know who i am the master teacher, the greatest master teacher that ever lived, Jesus Christ, knew who he was. I know who I am. I know I am an abode of greatness. I know I am a vessel of hope. But my question to you who's listening to me right now is, who are you? And the second question you need to ask yourself is, where am I from? I'm not trying to find out what county you were born or what state or what city. I know where I am from. You need to figure that out. The third question is, why am I on earth? Why are you on earth? I previously explained to you that out of millions of sperms, only one sperm cell is typically chosen to fertilize an egg. So for you who's listening to me right now, you were that special, that one sperm cell that was chosen out of millions. So it means you are special. It means you were created on purpose, with a purpose, and for a purpose. And the next question is, what can I do? You need to always ask yourself, what can I do? What skills 
and talents do I have? What can I do to serve? What can I do to lead? What can I do to influence? What can I do to impact lives? And the last question is, where am I going? Where am I going? I love to use the GPS whenever I'm talking about this. When you're going to an address you do not know, when you put that address in the GPS, what happens? It buffers and it gives you an ETA. That is an estimated time of arrival. And if for any reason on your way to that place, you miss an exit, what happens? The GPS reroutes and realigns with the original destination because it already had an idea of where it is supposed to take you to. So that's the same thing. You should always have your internal GPS on. You should know where you want to go. So when you have an answer to all these questions, it makes your vision easier and clearer. It makes things easy for you to process. And when your vision is clear, it becomes easy for you to convert it to a goal. There is a favorite quote of mine from Greg Reed that says, a dream written down with timelines becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan backed with action makes your dreams come true. So which means every major thing in life that we enjoy today was once an idea. It was once somebody's vision. It was once somebody's dream. So what's your vision for your life? What do you want to become? So these are very important. Having a clear vision of your life. In fact, in your dreams, in your visions, you should always, you should, you should already know the algorithm. You should already know how you're going to celebrate when your victory comes true. You should see yourself in your vision, in your dream, already doing what you would love to do. And when that happens, the next thing for you to do is to convert that dream and that vision into a goal. That takes us to the next step, which is setting goals. Now, goals are very, very important. I love to give definitions. I love to re-explain the meaning of words that I tell people about. For those who already know what a goal is, I want you to take this as a refresher. But for those who do not know what it means, I want you to know that a goal is an aim or a desired result. Write that down. A goal is an aim or a desired result. Right now, my goal is to help people transition 
from being shy people to becoming public speakers. And my goal is to build a greatness center on or before the 31st of December, 2026. A greatness center that would accommodate three up to 3,000 people. A greatness center with a capacity of 3,000. If you ask me how I intend to get that done, my, my response to you right now is, I do not even know. I do not know how I would make that happen, but I know I will make it happen. When it comes to limiting beliefs, we, we, we find out that we talk ourselves out of major dreams and goals and visions that we have. Why? Because when we think about these things, we do not see any possibilities of how to get started. But if you're listening to me right now, I want to assure you that you must not know how to get started. You do not have to know how to get started. What you need is the clear vision. And when you have that clear vision, the next thing you need to do is to convert that vision into a goal. Not until you understand how to convert your dreams and your visions into goals, they would remain fantasies. They would remain dreams. They would remain visions. And it's easy for you to talk yourself out of your dreams because you haven't converted them. Emily Dickinson said, the brain is wider than the sky. What does this mean? Research has proved it that the brain processes millions of information within a minute. What does this also mean? It means the brain has the ability to confuse you. It means because the brain processes millions of information, you could be overloaded with information and no clear direction. So you must learn to convert your dreams to goals by writing them down. So if you're listening to me right now and you have not started converting your dreams and visions to goals, the thing you need to do after this call is go get yourself a journal. Always have a journal beside you never rely on your brain write down all your thoughts write down all your visions all your dreams write them down convert your dreams to goals now writing down your dreams does not necessarily mean you have converted it to goals but writing down those goals with timelines not just timelines realistic timelines i have given myself a timeline of 31st of december 2026 on or before 31st december 2026 to build my greatness center where i would train people where i would hold conferences to help people transition from where they are to where they want to be i have a goal of influencing 1 million plus people, helping them transition from being shy people to public speakers. And my goal is to make sure I help a minimum of 2,100 persons monthly by sharing my stories to them. 
by teaching them the strategies that helped me transition. You also have to write down your goals with timelines. It is part, it is very important. So go get a journal and start writing down your dreams and your goals. I sleep with mine. I have them everywhere that I go to. And when you set your goals, the next thing you need to do is to have a plan. Greg Reed said, a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. What steps are you going to take in your life? You need to figure that out. It is very, very important. Benjamin Franklin said, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Can somebody hear me? Write that down. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Dr. John, man, you are crushing it. Absolutely love, love, love this. This is amazing. Guys, can I get a round of applause and uh, get your mic flashes? Let's go, let's go for wow. Dr. John. Oh, yay, yay. It, John. Yes. Wow. And congratulations to you again uh, for winning the tournament, being the MVP. I got to tell you, you are definitely 100% a champion. I took some notes here. Uh, discover who I am. Discover where I'm from, why I'm on earth, what I can do, where I'm going. You got seven steps. Number one, vision. Two, goals. Three, plan. Four, action. Five, be resilient. Number six, review. And seven, your willpower. Dr. John, man, you are definitely a champion. I appreciate you so much. And welcome to Clubhouse, man. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can, can, I just, can I just let everybody know that no matter what you know about yourself or what people think about you, you've got greatness within you. It is possible. Thank you, everybody. Guys, do me a favor right now. I want you to do me a huge, 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 huge favor, okay? If everybody can go find Dr. John's profile right now, okay? He's up here on the stage. He's got the little party hat. Let's go make his experience amazing in clubhouse go give him a follow if he gave you any value if you got any takeaways at all out of what he just shared with you i want you to blow him up okay i want you to follow his profile this will allow him to experience more rooms in clubhouse and get that message out there because that needs that message needs to be heard so go ahead do me a favor and follow his profile now i'm going to hand it over to yet again another one of our amazing Amazing, amazing champions. I'm going to hand it over to the one, the only, Tim Story. Over to you, sir. Good morning to you. But let's talk about Dr. John. Dr. John's fantastic. And uh, what part of the world are you from? Yeah, I am originally from Nigeria, but I am based in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. So I, I love I love Nigeria. First time I was there is 1988 with Pastor Ayo Ortachafor. Oh. And I've been there many, many times. And you know, his church has about 40,000 people. But I love, I love Nigeria. I love Nigerian people and still do quite a bit of work there. But um, as Trevor said, make sure everybody follow him. And I feel like you're, you're coming from a place where you are fully persuaded that uh, life has these plans for you. Is that correct? Absolutely. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so I, I am proud of you. If you ever want to talk to me, just DM me. I am following you now. Hey, Tim. Yes. Sounds like he's uh, walking in the magical. Sounds like he's got yeah. that miracle mentality, you know? Yeah, he got it. And, and I think a lot of it is you have to understand the culture that some people come from. And I think that in the country that he's from, they're so used to the supernatural and seeing it in different ways that you can learn to get that miracle mentality. So we're talking about the miracle mentality this morning. And I, I got some great stuff for you. But today I want to have a lot of interaction. Um, the cool thing about the miracle mentality, as you know, it is a book that I think most of you have bought already. If you do not have it, you can get it on Amazon. I read it or you can um, actually get purchased the book form that you read yourself. But Jim, can they get that book overseas and stuff? Can they get that or is, can they get that all around the world? They can li- they can. Can somebody hear me? Write that down. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Dr. John, man, you are crushing it. Absolutely love, love, love this. This is amazing. Guys, can I get a round of applause and uh, get your mic flashes? Let's go, let's go for wow. Dr. John. A whole yay, yay. We killed it, John. Epic. Yes. Wow. And congratulations to you again uh, for winning the tournament, being the MVP. I got to tell you, you are definitely 100% a champion. I took some notes here. Uh, discover who I am. Discover where I'm from, why I'm on earth, what I can do, where I'm going. You got seven steps. Number one, vision. Two, goals. Three, plan. Four, action. Five, be resilient. Number six, review. And seven, your willpower. Dr. John, man, you are definitely a champion. I appreciate you so much. And welcome to Clubhouse, man. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can, can, I just, can I just let everybody know that no matter what you know about yourself or what people think about you, you've got greatness within you. It is possible. Thank you, everybody. Guys, do me a favor right now. I want you to do me a huge, 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 huge favor, okay? If everybody can go find Dr. John's profile right now, okay? He's up here on the stage. He's got the little party hat. Let's go make his experience amazing in clubhouse go give him a follow if he gave you any value if you got any takeaways at all out of what he just shared with you i want you to blow him up okay i want you to follow his profile this will allow him to experience more rooms in clubhouse and get that message out there because that needs that message needs to be heard so go ahead do me a favor and follow his profile now i'm going to hand it over to yet again another one of our amazing Amazing, amazing champions. I'm going to hand it over to the one, the only, Tim Story. Over to you, sir. Good morning to you. But let's talk about Dr. John. Dr. John's fantastic. And uh, what part of the world are you from? Yeah, I am originally from Nigeria, but I am based in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. So I, I love... I love Nigeria. First time I was there is 1988 with Pastor Ayo Ortachafor. And I've been there many, many times. And you know, his church has about 40,000 people. But I love, I love Nigeria. I love Nigerian people. 
and still do quite a bit of work there. But um, as Trevor said, make sure everybody follow him. And I feel like you're, you're coming from a place where you are fully persuaded that uh, life has these plans for you. Is that correct? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, so I, I am proud of you. If you ever want to talk to me, just DM me. I am following you now. Hey, Tim. Yes. Sounds like he's uh, walking in the magical. Sounds like he's got yeah. that miracle mentality, you know? Yeah, he got it. And, and I think a lot of it is you have to understand the culture that some people come from. And I think that in the country that he's from, they're so used to the supernatural and seeing it in different ways that you can learn to get that miracle mentality. So we're talking about the miracle mentality this morning. And I, I got some great stuff for you. But today I want to have a lot of interaction. Um, the cool thing about the miracle mentality, as you know, it is a book that I think most of you have bought already. If you do not have it, you can get it on Amazon. I read it. Or you can um, actually get purchased the book form that you read yourself. It's the tempo. When you have a miracle mentality, it changes the tempo of everything that you do. You know, when I signed this book with uh, deal with HarperCollins, and as you know, that's a great company. Um, we have an amazing PR team, and I'm doing so, so, so many interviews every single day. And it's not because I'm just trying to sell a lot of books. It's, it's because I'm on a mission uh, to help people find their miracle mentality and activate it. Because you know what? As you rise up in your miracle mentality, it can actually create a chain reaction. Mm. A chain reaction in your family, in your friends, if you have children and your children, if you have a company within people within the company that work with you so you believe you expect you receive miracles you become a miracle and then you release now let's just go quickly to this idea of receiving i have in my notes today that i am persuaded that most people are not persuaded <laughs> i'm persuaded that most people are not persuaded so as Dr. John was talking about, about having this dream, okay? I think a lot of people are not persuaded that the dream is going to happen for them. And maybe you think the dream's going to happen for somebody else, but they're not fully persuaded that the dream's going to happen for them. So I honestly believe we got to get to the point when we believe and we expect that we expect that miracles have our names on them. So powerful, guys. That no matter what you've been through, no matter what setback, delay, detour, denial, that May of 2021 is going to be a miracle month. Let's call it Miracle May. Miracle May. When you begin to get that mindset, to be honest with you, you're very hard to beat. <laughs> it's hard. You're hard to beat. Because it's a mindset where you're not just semi-persuaded or not persuaded, but you are fully persuaded. 
to be fully persuaded means that you know that you know that you know. And I used this last week in talking about Michael Jordan. As you know, when he took the basketball court, he knew that he knew that he knew. He knew that he knew that he knew. He knew that he knew that he knew. I remember one night I was in Las Vegas visiting who I consider my brother, Smokey Robinson. We've been friends now for about 30 years. Uh, when I opened up my church back six years ago, uh, he was so close, he came and performed at the grand opening of my church. Not a bad way to start a church. But I remember I was in Las Vegas to see Smokey and we were talking about projects that we were working on. And his manager kept coming to the back and saying, Smokey, you're on in 15 minutes. He goes, he says, okay, I'm talking to Tim. <laughs> then they said, you're on in seven minutes. He says, okay, I'm talking to Tim. Smokey, you're on right now. He goes, Tim, let's continue this conversation after the concert. I go to my seat and all of a sudden, Smokey Robinson starts singing like Smokey Robinson. And I thought, oh my gosh, he went from talking about life, about his journey, about some of his friends that we needed to help, whole different conversation than singing Tears of a Clown. But he is so persuaded about his voice, about how he can handle a crowd, of the fact that he is Smokey Robinson. So what are you saying to me this morning, Tim Story? Are you fully persuaded? Are you fully persuaded that this is Miracle May and that you're going to have a Miracle June? And a miracle July, and a miracle August, and a miracle September, October, November, December. Or are you just semi-persuaded? Because if you're not fully persuaded, you're going to act like a semi-persuaded person. I guarantee you, Michael Jordan never took to court acting semi-persuaded. Now, I'll give you this. You may go into a job for the first day, and you're semi-persuaded because you've never worked that job. So you got to be trained, tutored. But after about three months, six months, one year, I'm hoping that you are fully persuaded that you are supposed to do something great. So believe in miracles, expect miracles, become a miracle, and release miracles. All right, so I want to open it up a little bit today, and we're going to have comments, and then if you have any questions for me. Uh, Because I'm not great at everything, but I do know this subject about the miracle mentality is the question that I have for all of us today is, what is a miracle move that you are convinced is going to happen? What is a miracle move that you are convinced is going to happen? Are you going to write a book, a screenplay, launch your 19th business, win a Tony Award, a Grammy Award, an Academy Award? What is a miracle move that you are convinced is going to happen? My friend, who was um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's agent when he first really, really started to get into entertainment, told me a story on how Arnold wrote down a plan. And he gave it to all the various people that were working on the team. And he said, 
I have a plan, and I'm going to be an action adventure, uh, uh, action adventure star. He knew that he knew that he knew. So the question is today: What is a miracle move that you are convinced, not semi persuaded, not halfway persuaded, but fully persuaded, is going to happen for you? Hey so Tim, talk to me. Hey Tim, this is Glenn. I love the uh, I love the question, and I was wondering if we could start with Sharon and Justina. I would just love to hear their answers because Sharon's already sold thirty four million books, so I'd love to hear like a miracle move for her at her level. And Justina is one of the hottest things on MTV, and so I'd love to hear you know on the show Wild and Out. So I'd love to hear the like next level stuff for those two who are already at a super miracle level. If that's okay. I, I love that, Glenn. And Sharon, as you know, is both of our dear friend. And when you sell 34 million books and you carry the weight and the knowledge that she has, I was thinking about you today, Sharon, this morning, and truly one of my favorite people in the universe and one of my favorite minds. Sharon, do you mind sharing about this? Good morning, you two. Thank you so much, Glenn and Tim. I show up, I get up early just to hear you, my dear. I absolutely cherish you. And um, I think the miracle mentality, as we look at what our ultimate goals are, you know, I've been truly blessed and have the opportunity of being able to continue teaching and supporting people. And my vision of, of that ultimate miracle for me has gotten to be kind of like a one heart at a time miracle. And that is having people, I had a young man yesterday who came up to me and said, you taught my class 17 years ago at University of Arizona. And as a result of that class, I'm a multimillionaire in real estate today. Um, that's a miracle to me to know that I've had that kind of impact on people. And I continue to seek opportunities to reach a bigger audience and touch hearts. And for me, it's having that access and that ability and that invitation to speak like Glenn just invited me here. And so I think the miracle is God opening an opportunity for you to be in a position of highest and greatest potential. And then you seizing that opportunity and creating a better world today than you had yesterday. Thank you so much, dear friend. I, I love it. You know, Sharon, if, if you could help me with this, you know, when you take the stage, because we do stages together, you're not semi-persuaded about your material. You know your material, whether you're using PowerPoints or not. I notice that you know that you know that you know your material. And there's a real confidence that the material that you are giving us works. So I, I, I brought up these points about being semi-persuaded, halfway persuaded, and fully persuaded. What is a way for all these people that are listening today to go from semi to halfway persuaded to be fully persuaded in whatever endeavor that they're going after? Great question, Tim. And I think it comes back to definiteness of purpose. You know, what is it that you want to accomplish and having that specific goal in mind and 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 
every morning reminding yourself what your purpose is and that gives you that energy and that uh, that speed when people get a little nervous i go turn that into energy but always focus on the ultimate goal you know i in my the way i describe it is you know we all truly successful businesses and truly successful people want to solve a problem or serve a need and if you remind yourself every single morning of the problem you want to solve or the need you want to serve you will find that energy that focus and you will be persuaded and i've been dedicated to financial literacy since december of 1992 when my oldest son came home from college and credit card debt and i'm as passionate about that today as i was then and in fact probably more passionate and it's something that find it within yourself and i think you said it so beautifully don't people are afraid to be themselves they're afraid to stand in their own power they're waiting for that light at the end of the tunnel and i go stop it become your own beacon of light stand in your own brilliance you are a you are a perfect gift from god and stand in your own power and if you stand and become your own beacon of light you will attract others that will light their light from yours thank you that is so so good um sharon one one last question if you don't mind is this um this idea of i think that a lot of people as you know i teach this that you many times have to sit and get educated stand in what you learned walk out the principles and then you run in what you've learned which is a action and then if you're fortunate you'll soar so you sit you stand you walk you run you soar so you are that kind of a person where you have paid a price behind the scenes to be Sharon and to have touched you know tens of millions of people and help us with this idea of people wanting to go from sitting to soaring and how if you miss the in between you're really not going to get the results you're looking for i think you're going to be a little bit half baked i couldn't agree more and that's part of um you know unfortunately the world we live in of instant gratification people want one you know one button response um overnight success you have to earn the right and part of earning that right is doing the work establishing the reputation being congruent and consistent in how you show up in every platform to so that you can build resilience so that people can rely on you and know that you truly are a perfect copy of you and not trying to be somebody else you are the one that they they don't have a doubt of who is she no that's sharon my goal is to always be consistent congruent very clear on what i want to do and when you do that you people learn to know like and trust you and people don't want to work with people unless they can know like and trust them and people want to skip over the work part you know we've heard the funny sayings a 20 20 year overnight success but it's so important to be consistent with who you are reliant but you also have to be resilient cuz you get a few you know you 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 get there are all success is not a straight line it is an up and down with an upward trajectory and those valleys make 
the mountaintops that much sweeter and help you share that with other people so you can help other people not have to go into those same valleys. And that's the, the gift that we all have of wisdom. You know, wisdom comes from experience and resilience and rebounding. And, you know, as you have, I love your saying, you know, you, gotta, you don't sit in your setback, come back. And that comeback is what gives you that wisdom to help others. Very good. Um, make sure and follow Sharon if you're not following her already. And if you're fortunate enough to get her to come and speak at your company, uh, just reach out to her on her website or DM her. And Sharon, I have a phenomenal idea for us. Uh, I'll share it with you. I'll call you. But I'm working on something where we take uh, a few people to a, an amazing location and work with them for a few days. And, I'm all uh, in, Tim. Yeah, there's a lot of energy uh, on me towards that. The people wanted me to do that. And I want you to be one of the people that helps me do that. I'm all in. And I, I, I love, love, love you. All right, so Glenn, you said you had some other folks. Yeah, Justina. Justina Valentine. I wanted to hear her. She's uh, she's a star on Wild and Out, Tim. You should check her out, man. She's amazing. So I wanted to I hear know, what Justina I know who she is. Level she, is yeah. she is a star. I know who she is. Beautiful. Good morning, Just, guys. Hey, Justina. How's everything? Thank you so much, Glenn. Um, thank you, Tim. Sharon, I love what you said. That was epic about you know just getting to success and how everyone wants that instant gratification and i truly believe it is miracle may because i'm filming my first movie today i'm just getting dressed i have to be out of the house in like two wow. hours oh, yes let's go let's go <laughs> yes everyone knows oh, me Destiny. from thank you guys yes everyone knows me from mtv um <clears throat> i've been on mtv for the past five years i'm the longest running female cast me on while and out which we're going to shoot um, the next season in June, which will be my ninth or tenth season. But yeah, today's my first movie, so I'm very excited. So yeah, when you were speaking to him, I was like, he's right. It's it's Miracle May, and today's the day. So you know, I had to jump in to see my boy Glenn to, to catch these good vibes real quick, like I always do with uh, Breakfast Champions. So yeah, it's a great day, and um, I'm glad I jumped in because a lot of things that you guys all said, from Tim to Sharon to Glenn, it just uh, inspired me even more for my day. Beautiful, and Justina, make sure to follow her. She's got the red shirt on, and she's got about thirty-four. What is that? Million or thousands or a lot of followers? <laughs> millions, millions. Yeah, uh, so, so you might not be ready. Make sure you're ready, though. If you're gonna go follow Justina. You better be ready because she brings it every single minute of every single day. She is intense, and I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate you always. I love it, and now she's going into movies, Glenn. I know it, man. I know it. I can't wait. Like, ho ho hopefully she's gonna precise. let us come to the premiere. Hopefully she's gonna let us come to the premiere. Of course, yeah, just, just, everyone's invited. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, beautiful, Tim. Way to shoot the shot on that one. I love it, brother. So, Glenn, let me ask you a question for a minute. You know, I talked about what is a miracle move you are convinced is going to happen in your life. And so it might not even be something that you're about to do, but maybe give me a, a miracle move from the past. And and let me give you a, a frame of reference. I brought that up before that 
many times when I talk to mothers of celebrities, they tell me that their kid was talking about being who they became years before it manifested. Years. In other words, they had already downloaded this miracle mentality and they had already, you know, become not semi-persuaded, not halfway persuaded, but they were fully persuaded that it was going to happen. And uh, Brad Pitt's mother told me, even when he was dressing up like in a chicken suit, uh, suit uh, trying to get people into a restaurant, and Brad did do that, uh, that he still knew he was going to be a star. <laughs> so sometimes you got to dress up in a, a chicken mascot suit before you're Brad Pitt. So can you remember something that you knew that you knew that you knew was going to happen? Yeah, Tim, for sure. And, um, you know, it's it's weird that you asked me this question at this exact time, uh, because my, my like my whole life, I've always been fascinated with being like like the MC, like the host. Right. Yeah. So when I was in when I was a kid, I put together a talent show. There was a, a young lady who uh, was injured in a <clears throat> In a, in a handgun accident at home and she was a friend of mine and so we put together a, a talent show at the school this is in uh, seventh grade put together a talent show so that we could raise money for uh for her and, and her family and i got to be the mc for the talent show and i just absolutely loved being the MC, and so I've always loved kind of being the host. I hosted big parties when I was a kid. I always had the biggest parties. I would love to host. I didn't even drink or anything like that. I just loved bringing people together. I am fascinated by, and this is why I say it's funny because Justina works with him, but like Nick Cannon, like watching him host, like that's my kind of thing, right? Like being the MC, the Ryan Seacrest of the world, uh, those types of things, and so. I'm just fascinated by hosting and creating an experience for others where I get to spotlight other humans and at the same time create an amazing experience for all that's involved. And that's basically what we do with Rise and Grind. It's what I do with Breakfast with Champions. It's what I did when I was running a dealership, right? Like that theme has been consistent all the way through my life. And I just have these visions of, of that's what my future will look like is continue to to host and create experiences that are over the top, incredibly memorable, impactful for humans all over the planet. I love it. And I think that all of us can attest to this, that you are doing it as yourself, as Glenn Lundy. You know, you're, you're being genuine. You're being actual. As I broke down the word, you're being true. You're being bona fide. And the challenge will always be where people will try to get you to be like another host or look what they're doing, so therefore you should do it. But I think you agree with me that, you know, there's a difference between a good idea and a God idea, and you just need to follow the God idea for your life as you're doing and just activate miracles in that lane. Yeah, absolutely, man. Way big difference between a good idea and a God idea, that's for sure. And nobody puts it more simpler than than you do you know the uh the original is more valuable than a, than a copy and we were born born an original don't die don't die a copy so i'll continue to be the most authentic and true glenn that i know of and i know that that will evolve over time as i learn more and experience more and uh, i'll just be led led by god and uh 
hopefully get more opportunities to do cool stuff like this, like have conversations with Tim Story on a Thursday morning. Are you freaking kidding me, dude? <laughs> what, a, what, a, what, a, what a privilege, just so you know. So l- let's open up the stage a little more. I want to know about what miracles are happening in your life. How did you go from being semi-persuaded or not persuaded at all to be fully persuaded? And if everybody could give short, concise answers, then we get more people on for this hour. And also, what is a miracle move that you're convinced is going to happen? I got about three that I'm convinced are going to happen. I'm going to be shocked if they didn't happen. I'm convinced. (laughs) I feel like Michael Jordan on the court, uh, that you know that you know that you know that you know. And a lot of it is not because of my own ability. It's because of my faith in God that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or even imagine. So let's open up to a few people. And Glenn, maybe you can help me moderate that part. Yeah, sure. I saw C-Rock first, and then we'll go with Fave 5. All right. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Tim. Thanks for the words. Uh, You know, I think it would be incredibly naive for us to think that all our uh, omnipotent God would allow us to be limited. And, you know, I know we have to chip away sometimes and just stack wins and uh, but I, I also believe that there's times where we can make huge advancements all at once. And, you know, it r- reminds me of the story of Noah, how he was building the ark and he's building the ark and doing what he was told. And all of a sudden, boom, it was done and the rain came. And then he saw the, the, the big jump that he needed there. So, so I'm just uh, in the midst of something right now uh, to sum it up that I connected someone with the, the one person in the world that could be the best person this person could be connected with helped come up with an idea that is going to like shake the world and i can't disclose it right now but i'm in the midst of it i know it's going to happen and i can't wait for everybody to find out about it so i just wanted to share that and uh your words are always inspiring as well as miss sharon lecter love hearing her thank you for the time this is c-rock beautiful all right glenn who's up next fave five Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Tim Story. It's Lauren Lavender, a.k.a. Faith Five. I have been renamed, reincarnated, um, but just let you know it's me. So, Tim, thank you for being here, of course. Um, One of the things I wanted to bring up is, you know, I grew up in a family of back-to-back kids. I was the middle child, and anybody that's a middle child can relate. You don't really have a voice. You learn very, very early. Get along with others. Don't make too many waves. Don't be the youngest child that's getting all the attention, right? And they're screaming the loudest. But don't be the the oldest child because they have the most pressure. Um, And so I grew up in a family where I had no voice. I didn't know what was me. All I knew how to do was to get by. Do not cause any waves. Do not get any eyes on you. Just get by. And so one of the things that I've done is I decided I need to figure out what is mine and what has been downloaded onto me from my parents, from people in my life, what is framing my context. And so I've done a lot of discovery on, is this important to Lauren or was this important to someone else? And so Mm. that is why I launched my podcast. I didn't have a voice growing up, but I do now. And so I want to help people have a voice find who they are, go after it, identify those miracles and become the best version of themselves in their authentic skin without the context of anyone else. And so my question for you is, when you grow up in a very dominant household where opinions, 
thoughts, visions, and focus are placed on you, how can you parse through what is actually important to you, what you were born to do, or what was actually put on you to do? I would love to hear it in your context and your frame of work. This is Lauren Lavender, a.k.a. Faye Five. I am done speaking. Thank you. Okay, number one, you're a great speaker, great voice, and I, I think I have some good answers for you. Number one, I like the fact that somehow... I don't know if, if it's with age, wisdom, revelation, but you're seeming like you're very comfortable in your own skin and in your own calling. And when somebody becomes comfortable in their own skin or their own calling, they really decide just to be their authentic self, their bona fide self. And so let's go back to this idea about parenting. In my book, Miracle Mentality, I talk about miracle parenting. A parent is supposed to guide you, which is direction, guard you, which is protection, govern you, which is administration. But I think a lot of parents, what they do is that they don't guide you based on what your strengths are. They guide you based on what they want for you. And I beg you to listen to me because I'm good at this because I've been working with celebrity kids for over 30 years. And so many of them, the reason they have so many challenges is their dominant celebrity parents, whether they're male or female, have an idea of how their child's life should go, whether they should go to this certain school or they should have this profession. So there's the guiding. But the guiding from the parental side should be, what is my child's strength? And let me help them to cultivate and activate and manifest that strength. I mean, how beautiful is that? Could you imagine if parents really did that? If they would look for the strength in each child, if you have three children, all three of them may have different strengths. So don't try to do the same thing for each child. One child may go to Stanford, but the other child may go to culinary school. But that's, but that's totally okay. But I'm also excited about what you're doing now that you're taking the um, education that you're learning and now you're bringing it out to us to help us get in line with our plan for our lives. So great, great share today. I appreciate that. Thank you, Faye Five. Next we'll go with Alpha and then we're gonna go with Marzia after that. Thanks, how you doing? Alpha, you, you, you're doing so good on all your platforms. And can you DM me today, if you don't mind, because I want to talk about that song, okay, because I've been working on something. No doubt. So, Tim, uh, yesterday I saw this video by Elon Musk, and he's talking about they invented Dogecoin as a joke to be a fake currency to Bitcoin. He said, but the irony is, what if the fake becomes the real currency, right? That made me think, like, what if I wrote down a bunch of goals that was so ridiculous that it would be like a joke? And yet, you know, God, the universe doesn't even care, and it became your real life. Tim, as I started writing these goals, no matter what I wrote, it never felt ridiculous. And then it came to me that you can't outdream God because you are a God dream. And I was like, if that's not a Tim story thought, I don't know what it is. Right? I, I, I like that. I, I think that we, we are playing so inside the limits 
that we're missing things. And, and let me just tell you something I have in my notes because it goes right with what you're saying. I say that we have been created by the God of beyond. He thinks beyond. He creates beyond. He calls beyond. So, Alpha, that's exactly what you're talking about. He is the God of beyond. I have to agree. So, Tim, what I know for sure is that my new Chuck Taylors that's coming today have custom on one shoe says Alpha, the other says six. And I'm going to rock those Chucks when I see you. And we're going to hang out and sip shy tea with uh, with Miss O. How about that? That's my know for sure moment. I, I, I love it. But, yeah, make sure you have those Chucks and make sure you don't get any scuff marks on them. <laughs> I appreciate you too. No scuffs allowed. No scuffs allowed. All right, beautiful. Marzia. Yes. Hi, Tim. This is Marcia with the mustard background. I'm a few five rows under you. I I really love what you said. I haven't read your book, but I am just about to purchase it. Thank you so much for everything that you put on the table today. And um I had my I was quite miserable and you know, I was in a point in my life where I felt like I had no purpose and I struggled with mental health and I wanted to, you know, kill myself, a lot of stuff. Um, I'm not going to take time on stage and go into details. And, you know, I remember someone coming up to me and saying, don't give up until the miracle happens. And for a very long time, I didn't know what that meant. And now I know that the miracle isn't when I get my way, the miracle is when I get out of my way. And today Mm. I live a life that is happy, (laughs) joyous and free. I don't stand in my own way. I live by the path of God and I try to do good to others and help others as much as I can. And that was my miracle. And I live with it and spread it today. This is Marcia and I am complete. I love who you are. I just followed you. Make sure you follow her. You, you have a great spirit. And um, thank you for working through the battle of anxiety and depression. I just shot a part of a Netflix special that's coming out next week with some amazing people. Uh, on anxiety and depression because we're losing people. We're, we're actually having people pass. I just shot that yesterday for about four hours. And so thank you for doing the work, doing the battle and becoming a miracle in this case and now becoming a miracle releaser. And so the beautiful things are happening in your life and thanks for sharing today. Glenn, who's up next? We're going to go with Tara up next. Grand Rising, my beautiful souls. Tim, I love this conversation. So I found all my miracles actually after my 18th attempt at suicide. And I tell you that not to wow anybody, but to inspire people because miracles are around us 24 seven. But once you learn to tap into four levels of intuition, then you see them everywhere. And most people will refer to me as a dream oracle. And I love your feedback on this because I've won the lottery from learning to tap into the whispers of my dreams. I've manifested careers, opportunities galore, people galore. And so miracles are actually always present. They're in our dreams. And if we learn to pull out those whispers and put it into action, then you'll see them tenfold. And I'd love your feedback on that, Tim. Okay. Number one, um, I respect your story. Uh, I work with a lot of people who consider taking their lives or I have worked with people that did take their life. And so I, I find that a lot of people, when they're thinking about, you know, leaving this planet and I just, I just need to get out. I think many times it's, they see no options. They, the, the, there's too many closed doors. 
I'm overwhelmed. Too many things have happened. And I think that somehow, somewhere, you found this miracle mentality. But I also think that you stepped into your authentic self. And I will say this just because I've been doing this a long time. I think that obviously you're, you're an intuitive. I think obviously you have a gift that God has given you to be extra sensitive in the area of the miraculous. And so I think that that gift is not only for you to manifest more miraculous things, but also to bring people out of the state that you are in and bring them into the magical state. Because a comeback is not just a comeback to go back to where you were. A comeback is to have a comeback comeback beyond. Come on. And and that's what's happening with you. You're a comeback and beyond person. So Glenn and I are are very proud of you. Oh, thank you. I just recognized what my soul contract was and I showed up for the appointment and now I get people to move into So I'm so blessed in so many ways and it took years for me to recognize that everything that I was going through was to show other people how magnificent they are and to love each other and just to, you know, arrive in in people's spaces and love them where they're at and show them how great they are. So I'm super grateful to all of you. I am done speaking. Beautiful. I love it. We are going to move over to Alexander and then Alexander, I need a quick favor after you ask your question. All right, cool. No, well, of quick course. Favor. Here's what the quick favor is. I'm trying. I'm on my time block, and I got to get to ten. I got to get a shower in before I keep moving. So I'm gonna listen, but I need you to call the next couple people as I take a shower. <laughs> I got you, brother. Oh, easy peasy, easy peasy. Uh, so what's up, Uncle Tim? Stoked that you're here, dude. I love every time you speak. And, you know, thanks to Clubhouse, I will be very honest and, 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 and actually transparent. For a long time, I didn't believe the miracles to the extent that I believed God had for me would actually happen. I knew that I was called. I didn't understand my calling. And now I understand that I have a purpose beyond a purpose. And so I know for a fact that the miracle that's coming into my life is that I will be someone of influence. I am someone of influence. And more importantly, I will do so on a stage bigger than I ever even dreamed of because I have the ability of seeing the greatness in others, amplifying that ability, pull it out, and ultimately mirror that by amplifying my own greatness in the process. And so I feel a talk show. I feel something that I'm going to be able to do this in, and I know that miracle is coming. So I'm amped for it 100%. I believe that. And with your energy level, I. Oh, crap. Dang it. It's so full of faith that it's going to happen. And so just just go do it. And what I, what I find is that sometimes we need to stay quiet even when we feel a shout. So a lot of the a lot of the top people that I life coach is that they'll they'll tell their secrets of what they're up to just to a small group of people, and so uh, thanks for sharing with us. But moving forward, man, just share it with your inner circle so nobody tampers with you, because I think that everything you're thinking is going to manifest. And make sure and have me on your talk show when it when you do it, okay? Oh, that's that's already done, brother. That is already done. 
All right, guys. So if you want to share, flash your mics, and I am looking through the audience. All I right, say, I, see, I, I see Jay Dr. Lissa. Jay Lissa, yeah. what do you want to say? I see my good friend David Spisek. You got anything, David? David or Jay Lissa? Both. We'll go with Jay Lissa first. Both. Hi, Tim. It's your it's your BFF, it's your best friend. Not just your friend. Yeah, because I know how many friends you have here. I just wanted to say hi and how happy I am to see you on here. I know you're super busy, but I'm super proud of you with everything you're doing. Um, I just admire your energy so much. You're always on the go and you're always so giving. So um, I'm, I remember the first conversation I had with you was just about how um, you can give back to yourself when you're giving to others so much. So I just admire your work so much and your work What is that? Is that me? Jay Lissa, that was your mirror. Is that Glenn Shower? Yeah, I was like, is that Glenn Shower? What's happening? Mike Lazy Jumper. Tornado in the background. Glenn Lundy is in the shower. Jay Lissa, you're awesome. All right, David Spisek, are you around? And just so you know, I saw Jeff the Entrepreneur. I also saw Dr. Rowe um, flashing their mic and Jacques. And Michael Huey. So that's All right, um, I'll, follow, I'll follow your lead. I'll follow your lead. Awesome. So let's start with Dr. Rowe and then we'll go to Jeff. Go ahead, Dr. Rowe. The mic is yours. Thank you, Alexander. And hi, Tim, again. Um, my miracle of all time is a trigger warning my son giving his organs to save lives, my forever 18 year old son, Giovanni in heaven, to save lives after his tragic uh, death by his own hands. My miracle that I am professing is that I'm going to impact 100,000 households minimum with helping them to prevent suicide, especially in the African-American community here in Twin Cities and beyond with my book that will be released on the 19th. And I'm just claiming it. I know it's far beyond anything that I can do on my own, but I'm trusting that God will allow me to do this with the platform I've been given in churches and corporations. With that, I hand the mic back to you. And congratulations on what you're going to do, but make sure you utilize the friends that you have to get the word out. Like with my book, Miracle Mentality, that's all about 30 years of friendship. So my friend from William Morris, UTA, Oprah Winfrey, Steve Harvey, I just go to these people and say, can you help? And then they do. So whatever your sphere of influence is or your friendships, talk to people and, you know, people will help you get the word out. Don't do it by yourself. Thank you. And yes, Glenn is the big influence. And so is Alexander and a lot of people on this stage. So I'm thankful that God brought me to them five weeks ago. Thank you. All right, Jeff, the entrepreneur. Yes. Um, so, and Dr. Um, you can send me a DM. We'll do a live about your book, too, to kind of get it out there known as well. So, um, yeah, no, I got to say, Tim, man, it's blessing every time I hear you uh, every single time. The book, Miracle Mentality, uh, is something that I believe is always going to be reminded of, whether you're living it or not. Um, the biggest miracle it was, was watching my dad listen to it, Tim. And I think I, I tagged you in it. And uh, my dad got off it. So when you were on this morning, I said, hey, Dad, you listen to that book? Because he needs it now. He needs it more than anything else. And uh, where he's at, you know, 
kind of retired from his job, just thinking different things, cleaning stuff around the house and always visiting them. You know, I, I made a new goal for my miracle uh, is is to have him buy back into his miracle again, you know, because who knows how long, you know, we're here for what the Lord has. But really just if you're living out to your purpose and in, in believing in your miracle, right, whether it's fixing up the house and selling it like what he wants to do, um, then that's that's what we'll do. You know, so I think a lot of times uh, in life, you know, we get so caught up uh, in the day to day, something like I, that's why I think your book is powerful. Uh, I, I got on audible now and uh, I'm not listening to clubhouse and putting it on up with the greats of uh, the 10x rule. So it's definitely a powerful book has a lot of different good lessons in it. It's almost one that if you re-listen to it, you hear a lot of different things and then hearing you live in here is just the extra blessing to it. So I, you know, I believe the miracle that my dad will buy back into his miracles and, uh, and he's got to do it for him. And I think he'll do it. You know, I'm going to keep him in prayer through the power of you and what you've, what the Lord's put in that book. So I just thank you for that, Tim. Thank you very much. Hey, Jeff, let me tell you something interesting about life. In the midst of my crazy schedule yesterday, going from literally six in the morning to probably nine at night, I studied you for about 15 minutes. I was flipping through Instagram and I ran into some things you were doing and I got to the point where I wanted just to study a little more of what you're doing, what you're about. So isn't that amazing about life? You never know who's got their eye on, on you. And just so you know, I got my eye on you. I'm very proud of you. and I'm, I'm seeing your development. It's going to be awesome to watch you manifest amazing things this year. I just want to tell you that. Oh, I appreciate that, Tim. Thank you. you. You always are the first person I want to prove right and not prove somebody wrong. You changed that about me. So I want, uh, or maybe I changed that within myself, but you made me realize that. So I just want to publicly thank you for that. All right, I have um, Jackie Gonzalez and then um, Michael Huey. Good morning. This is Jackie. Thank you so much. And Tim, it's it's such a wonderful thing to be able to be here and say good morning to you and to everybody else. And I wish I had something wonderfully profound to say, but I think, you know, I, I believe that I'm here at the right time to be able to hear your message because it's a, a message that I I desperately need and I'm going to be ordering the book, but I, I was so relieved when I heard you say about, you know, that possibly everyone needs is for us to be our own selves and not a copy, obviously. And I've always, through my career, I've always said that if I was fortunate enough to be able to talk to people via radio and television that I did that I hope that someday I would be able to do something to inspire or help people and that's all I've ever wanted to do but I'm trying to right now um, help myself out of where I am and so I'm somebody who I've got complex PTSD and anxiety and things like that and I'm starting a second chapter of my life and I feel very stuck and so I feel like I was very blessed to be here in the right place in the right time this morning so hopefully one day I'll have something more profound to say to you but I just wanted to give you my my thanks and thank you to everybody such for such beautiful stories I appreciate it I'm done speaking Jackie, if I could say this to you, um, when you get the book, do me a favor, read like the first 50 pages and then send me your phone number. Okay. And I'm going to dialogue with you about the first 50 pages and what you learned. Okay. 
So I'm going to do that just because I care about you as a human. And I'm going to tell you another thing. Uh, you don't need to say anything profound. Uh, the fact that you just showed up and talked was very profound. And I think a lot of us that have been strugglers are, are currently struggling just to show up, wash our face, brush our teeth, and jump on here um, is showing up with something very profound. And so, Jackie, you are a miracle in motion. So just just DM me and watch that I'll do what I say I do. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that so much. God blessings to you and to everyone. Thank you. I love that. Tim, so powerful. It's it's Nico. I'm a couple rows above you. I just wanted to go ahead and on behalf of everyone, just say thank you so much for always showing up with authenticity, with grace, with love, with compassion. I mean, you're someone who's achieved so much, but it's the tone of your voice, the energy of your voice and the words that you speak that every single time I hear you speak, whether it's in this room or in other rooms, you just, you fill my cup in it and it overflows for days and days and days and days. And I know a lot of other people have been impacted in the same way. So I just wanted to go ahead and thank you, friend, for, for being you, for shining your light, for spreading love and for your message. I'm also reading your book currently and I would love the opportunity to hop on a call with you just for two minutes, 120 seconds, because I know it'll be the most impactful 120 seconds of my day. I appreciate you. Um, wow. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? I think a lot of times people don't think that we need compliments. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, no, for real. So thank, thank you for that. And um, I can't do this with too many people because a lot of you guys know my schedule's intense. But the fact that I have an intense schedule, thank you, God. Because <laughs> I remember when I was like 20, and I used to wonder, does anybody ever want to listen to me? I sure am studying hard over here. <laughs> so just just DM me and tell me you want to talk to me for five minutes, and then I will call you and we'll dialogue, okay? Hey, Tim, I got to tell you a little secret about Niku. I want to hear it. Oh, did I cut out? You guys got me? You're good. You're back. Yeah, so Tim, little little secret about Niku. She came in and... Uh, she messaged me to see if we could jump on like a little Zoom, and so we jumped on a jumped on a Zoom, and she just came out swinging to him. She was like, I, "My name's Niku, and I am a badass." That's what she told me right out the gate, dude. And then she just went into her stuff, and she is absolutely that. So she's a, a super impactful human. So I'm glad you guys are connected. And I, I I thank you for that, and also thanks for the warning, Glenn. Yeah, bro. I promise I'll come with a completely different energy, Tim. I know how to read and relate, and I can definitely understand my audience. So with Glenn, he's right. It was it was a hundred miles an hour because I have that sales background. I worked in sales. I did marketing for nine and a half years. So I knew he worked in car sales, and I was like, I got this. Let's let's have a conversation. Let's connect, and we did. And Glenn's like my brother. I cannot wait for him to be back in Arizona to meet my son, to meet my husband, to meet my family, to meet my children. And that's just, that's how we roll. But don't worry, I won't, I won't swing at you as hard as I did with Glenn. I promise. In 120 seconds, I will set my. Okay, I know Michael Huey, we, we had already added him to the Q-Tim. So um, he, he's the last person before the 10 o'clock um, time, Glenn. So uh, I'll pass it to Michael Huey and then back to you, Glenn. Well, that was awesome, you guys. 
one of my favorite people I get to go after one of my favorite people in the world. We were actually texting in the background, Miku and I, and, and she's right, Tim. She's, uh, she's a kindred spirit. She loves God. And, and, uh, I just want to say, um, I am going through your book the first time, the second time. And my wife is actually going through it too. And uh, I'm actually, my wife is who three times a year go on a nine day trip where I just on no schedule, my outline to my book because you've inspired me to do that there's just a lot of um i get to do when i'm here and and my wife is actually reading the book too and i listened to it the first and i took a ton of stuff away but this time i felt like i was supposed to spend more time in intimacy with the book strange to a lot of people but to really take whatever you feel like you've stretched yourself going to the next level is something super important and i think once you find yourself doing that you take a lot more away from it so i my wife and i have been praying and manifesting miracles healings um divine appointments and it's been happening and i think what we do is we get lackadaisical with that we we start to see it happen and then we don't press in and what i've learned from going through it the second time i'm actually on page 184 of 246 the second time through and it has absolutely been magical so tim you're a great friend to me and lisa we love you and we appreciate you and i just encourage whoever's going read this book read it again and listen to it and then take action and believe everything that you're receiving so this is michael i'm complete i love you brother i love you too michael michael you're a good you're a good man and you you even send me messages just encouraging me and i appreciate that I'm going to take the last 30 seconds to say this. You know, I think one reason the Miracle Mentality book is doing so well is because I think all of us have things, miracles that are right in front of us that we're not even paying attention to. And also miracles that have that have that are lying dormant in your life. This book helps to activate. So, you know, sometimes you're one conversation away or you're one read away from activating a miraculous life. I mean, like what Glenn Lendy said about his own life, my God, for where he was to where he is, could you imagine the miracles that took place? So this is your time for miracles. You may not be what you want to be, but thank God you're not what you used to be. The next hour is going to be great. Glenn, what's happening? What's happening is we are all going to take a moment. Aren't those clubhouse influencers just laying down the gems and nuggets? They are amazing. The Breakfast Club for Millionaires. If you have not been on Clubhouse, you need to get on there today and start gleaning from these people who have made it. They've been through the trenches. They have rose above and they have become the CEO of them own selves so that we can follow in their trail. They are definitely trailblazers. So happy to have them here today and here's some more. Stay tuned. away today again i actually have to start with uh gratitude gratitude for this space um liza again thank you for connecting with me joy um glenn for creating breakfast with champions creating this space for everyone to have not just a seat at the table but a voice um i i take away that or i understand that this 
has the potential to be uh, an uncomfortable conversation, I thought today was absolutely outstanding. Thank you for everyone for your contributions. Um, the last thing I would uh, leave with is the idea of commitment. Are you committed to equity and are you committed to being an ally? Remember the things that we touched upon, active, proactive access. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to connect with anyone. Uh, my DMs are open. I am uh, open to new projects as a consultant in the equity and inclusion space, uh, amongst the other parts of my business. And I su say support Black-owned businesses, invest in, provide equal, equitable funding for Black-owned businesses. Bernita, and this time, I think that's speaking. Appreciate you so much, absolutely so much. Wanted to welcome our super special guest, Aline Golbin, to the stage, and she's going to get prepped a little bit. I believe Joy is going to ask some last words. So while Joy is uh, closing us out, please check out Alienette, Aline. Absolutely, William. This has been an amazing hour. I know this can be an uncomfortable conversation for most, but. Just the lightness that I feel. I hope everybody feels the same way. Something that could be so polarizing and some people can feel, you know, they're on one side of the fence or the other. I think we just created a bridge. And so what I took away was the active versus proactive. It's a commitment um, covering each other's blind side because when we know better, we can all do better. And how to amplify all of our voices because they matter. And, you know, my biggest hope is that you all go back into your worlds today to be willing to lean in to uncomfortable conversations because that's where true change happens. So thank you, Fernita, for um, your willingness to be a part of this conversation. I hope everyone always feels like they have a seat at the table, that they always have a voice because that's how true change happens. So William, take it away. Thank you, Liza and Vernita, for this amazing conversation. And we promise will make them continue in the future. Joy, you are spectacular, and you always bring so much joy to me. I absolutely appreciate you so much. And it's really, really appropriate that we go from someone named Joy to someone that brings me joy. Aline, are you ready to go? Yes, um, I, I apologize for the reverb, but like, this is my setup. So hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing great. Um, I'm a vocalist, and I am here to share a very special song that will hopefully give motivation to everyone. It's uh, from the musical The Man of La Mancha, The Impossible Dream. Everyone toggle your audio to high. Such rain. To fight the unbeatable fall To die with unbearable sorrow To the brave cannot go Your arms are too 
appreciate you so much. Um, did you want to give us a short introduction about yourself? Uh, I just would like to thank you, William, and to everyone for the opportunity for me to share my music. And um, so my stage name is Alienette. I am a vocalist based in France. And originally I'm, I'm from the Philippines. So I also consider myself multicultural in the sense that I identify myself to so many things, like to the French culture, the Filipino culture, to persons with disability, and of course to artists as an artist. And I love um, spreading love through music and singing in different languages to convey the idea that music is universal and diverse. Taking away something from that and learning something new focusing on that rather than a precise outcome. Number two, uncovering the exaggerated fears and lies that you believe, uh, obviously pouring positivity into yourself and thinking in terms of if you were speaking to another person, the advice that you might give to them. Number three, being realistic about potential obstacles and planning for them. Planning is a great way to crush your fears. And number four, eliminating those negative thoughts from your past. Rather than living in the past, 
focus on the present and ask yourself what you've learned and how you have grown from them. So going into number five is expect to pivot several times, actually. You know, as your experience becomes greater, it's likely that your goals will as well. So regularly opting what works for you, what doesn't. And again, kind of summing up everything that everyone has said this morning is having that mindset, right? To always be learning, always be improving, always be growing. I think when you have that mentality, we are constantly taking away new things and learning and able to shift and pivot into other areas. I think that that really puts you right on the path to success. So expect that, right? I mean, if we take a look at everything that's happened in our world in the past year and a half, I mean, who would have ever thought in a million years we would wake up one day and our lives as we know them would have just completely changed? I think that we have... Jump over that. Who would have ever thought that we would have been able to be so resilient to get through this? Amen. I mean, it's a disaster. If we told, if we could read this script 16 months ago, we wouldn't believe the script. Okay, they're going to close down the economy. You can't go out. You can't go anywhere. You can only go to the supermarket to buy your food. It was like, you know, be something like that, 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 some horror. I thought I was living in a science fiction movie. Here and, and then the government taking over everything, and I don't want to be one. Of the, man, it was scary. And God, I didn't know they had those powers to tell you what you can do and what you can't do. And oh my God, and you know, oh, oh my business. I, I thought I'm an independently owned and operated business. No, 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 you can't be open today. You know, you can't open your business. Why? Because we said so. And if you do, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna find you. And if you continue to do that, we're gonna put you in jail. Who ever thought that we were? this resilient and that's this, this great country was so resilient and and the, and the great men and women were so resilient and the resources and to be able to uh to, to keep things going and to come out with a program a federal program that helped many of us through this time and 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 you know sadly many people uh got uh, sick and many people are uh, passed away and that's sad but we're here I, and I think it's really an obligation of those of us that are here to live our freaking lives. And what fear? We didn't die. You know, if you're listening to this, you didn't die. And, and so what all we do with it? And, you know, it's a it's a great reminder of just how resilient we are. And uh, I, I don't want to just skip over that. You know, in, in our talk of pivoting and, 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 and uh, moving and, and, and readjusting, we've been extremely agile and fortunate to be able to get through this. And, you know, many of the people that I know have come through this better than ever before. And it's just like exercise. It makes you stronger, better, faster. And we're experiencing a lot of those benefits. Yeah, 100%. You know, I, I've i seen, you know, our country come together. I've seen people that ordinarily might not have come together. I've seen so much positivity come out of this and maybe it's just because of my mindset and i i tend to block out you know the the negative banter that you see on social media i tend to block out the media i unplugged seven and a half years ago i don't engage in the news or politics i mean and, and however you believe that's your that's your choice but for me personally it was one of those things like i had to distance myself from all of that now wait a second we don't block it was it was affecting me mentally we don't block out all of the media. We have our friend Barbara here up on the stage. We don't block her <laughs> out. But the, but the rest of that damn media we're going to block out. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I Thank see Barbara with us. I called on you.
on you earlier and we were talking about, you know, that unfortunate negative uh, bug in our ears sometimes that does come from watching the media and, you know, buying into that belief that everything that we hear is real and using that is, you know, our way of internalizing fear. I would love for you to jump in on that, you know, and talk a little bit about how we can kind of isolate and separate some of that that comes into us from the television or social media or, or what have you. And as far as being able to move past that and crush our fears and not using that as an excuse or as a reason to not move forward with our life and with our goals. Yeah, I think that's really deep dialogue. You know, for me, I always just go to what what are my what are the things that I can control? Like what are the things that I can control and what are in you know what's in my scope you know i can't control i can't control this pandemic i can't uh control all these external factors but i can control how i handle it i can control my attitude um it's not you know you're gonna get hit but it's about getting back up so for example when i was diagnosed with cancer i quickly assessed the situation i was like i can't i can't control this diagnosis i can only control how i handle my diagnosis i can show up but i can either show up with a bad attitude or an optimistic attitude. And I can really bring my whole family down through fear and anxiety and tension, or I can be optimistic and hopeful and understand that this is, you know, this too shall pass. So I do, Michelle, I really just, I think I look at the things that I can control and my attitude and how I navigate what goes on and, you know, externally, it's just, you know, is the only thing I, I can control. And I can turn off the TV and, um, you know, take care of my health as far as the pandemic is concerned. Um, so, yeah, that's that's me. I just control my attitude and how I handle things. And those are my internal factors. Everything else is out of my control. Does that make sense? It, it does. It's, it's so spot on, too. And, you know, I've talked about this in the past. Like, when we can't control the situation... We still have complete control over our response to that situation. And and that's a great segue into our sixth point, which is focusing on improving yourself and your processes, the people around you. What can you control, right? When you focus on what you can control rather than what you can't, and rather than allowing those feelings, those subjective feelings 90% of the time, you know, to be your measure of success, I think that that puts you in a different space mentally, right? And for me, a lot of times, you know, when I get into that space, something that I usually do is I'll engage a mentor, right? Or I'll engage a coach or I'll engage somebody, you know, that can help me determine what those metrics are in my life so that I can move past that. And, you know, again, if we're looking at everything that's happened in this past year, just as an example, you know, you had two choices, right? You could be that person that sat around and did nothing and that moped and groaned and whined, you know, about everything. You could have been that person that every day was posting that there was no toilet paper available in your city or whatever it was. Or like many of my very dear friends and people that I love, they, they took action, right? They jumped into something else. They started a business or they grew their own business or they used every opportunity that was available at their fingertips to come out of something good with it rather than dwelling and focusing on the negative. So I think that it's really important that when we do face adversity, rather than internalizing that and taking on that which we can't control, that we simply focus on improving ourselves and the processes and the things that we are trying to accomplish in life rather than just sitting on the couch and doing nothing. Because if you're sitting on the couch and doing nothing, everybody that's doing something, taking even one step, right? You're lapping everyone that's on the couch, whether it's an exercise or growing a business or whatever it is that you're doing. If you are taking even one small step, you're still 
you know, advanced beyond the person that's sitting and doing nothing. You know, Brian says it all the time, like take action, do something, just get up, get off your rear and do something. You know, the best way that I think that we can overcome that negativity and those internal self thoughts, those self-limiting beliefs is to take action, take action. Right. I think that's just, it's so important. So you hit the nail on the head, Barbara. Anybody else want to chime in real quick as a moderator before I go into number seven? And then I want to make sure we got about 15 minutes left. I want to make sure we open this up to the audience. Janie, I see you flashing your mic. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. I'm doing great. Always love your segment and your tips. You know, one of the things that comes to mind for me based off of what Barbara said and all the others is just personal boundaries. Right. When we get into the topic of like self-love and you know who you are, you know what you're going to allow, accept and accommodate in your life. And that includes media messages, negative people, critical people. And if we don't have mutual relationships that we can feed that are also feeding us, then that's where we draw some boundaries. We are going to say this is my land. This is your land, so to speak. But to protect our energy so that we can truly thrive, because if we have every day, we go out into the battlefield of the world. And if we have things internally that we allow to pull us down, we're not going to have the bandwidth to sustain all the things that we that are out of our control to, to Barbara's point. So when we have those personal boundaries, we decide what we're going to feed, what we're going to let take our energy, what we're going to let drain us, and we're going to pour into ourselves and have mutual relationships, we're more likely to have a better bandwidth to go out into the world and serve the world. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. You know, the one thing I think that it's a very simple philosophy, but sometimes we tend to lose sight of it is that every single thing in life is a choice. We not we may not be able to choose, right, the situations that are going on around us. Again, going back to that thing that Barbara said, where we can only control what we can control. But in, way, in the way that we respond to people, places, things, events, we have a choice. You can choose to sleep in until noon. You can choose to go out on a Friday night and get completely hammered and not want to get up and do anything the next day. You can choose not to go to the gym. You can choose to dwell in a negative space. It is ultimately a choice. One decision, one connection away from your best life, right? If you are still breathing, if your heart is still beating, you have purpose. There is a reason that you are here. And like Glenn tells us every morning, you are uniquely created by the God of the universe. And whatever your interpretation of God is, you know, I choose to walk in the Christian path. That doesn't mean you have to agree with me or anyone else on stage. But there is a higher calling and purpose to your life. You need to get out and embrace it, right? Even if it means embracing the suck. Right? You have to embrace it. You have to get out. You have to put yourself out there, put good out into the world and into the universe. And I am living proof that when you do that, it will come back to you tenfold. So I absolutely love that you said that, Janie. Everything is a choice, right? Choose to be the difference. Choose to make a change. Choose to put good out into the world instead of just sucking all of that negative energy in or the negative people. Just choose, right? Everything is a choice. I see a mic flashing. Who wants to jump in on that? All right. Good morning. This is Mitzi, and I absolutely love this. This is very encouraging. And one of the things that I wanted to say is, um, Michelle, you're so spot on. And Brian, here's one thing that um, came to me about this, you know, the whole situation that the world is in, right? Is that 
everyone keeps saying that we were shut down, this was shut down, and no. Uh, actually, you know, the world was shut down and whatnot, right? The world was the world was not shut down. We were. We were the ones that were individually given the option to reset. And I think that it was so gracious of God to allow us to do that because, you know, out of all of this crisis, there's been so many people that have been able to open businesses, people that have been actually been able to, you know, be with their families. There was a lot of good that comes from this. And if you believe what scripture says, it says all things work together for the good, mm -hmm. not some, but all. So um, I'm really enjoying the conversation. Thank you so much. This is Mitzi and I'm done speaking. Thank you for that, Mitzi. Absolutely, right? All things work together for the good. And, you know, one of my favorite verses is Philippians 4.16, which says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And, you know, my entire life, I have, I have had to fall back on that through some of the worst tragedies that I've experienced. I lost a husband to suicide in 2016. Mm -hmm. I fell on my face. And every single moment that passed in those days after, I had to consistently remember that no matter how angry I might have been with God, that I could push forward, that I could do all things. And so I absolutely love that you said that. I want to go into our final point, and then I want to open this up to our audience. I see Carol Baskin has joined us on stage. Good morning, Carol. How are you? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Thank you so much for being here uh, this morning again. So we are talking about seven ways to conquer the fear of failure. We've talked about viewing failure as part of the growth process, uncovering your exaggerated fears and the lies that you believe, being realistic about the potential obstacles you could face and planning for them, eliminating negative thoughts, negative people, negative places uh, from your radar, um, expecting to pivot several times and growing from your experience. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't want to eliminate negative people from my life. I want to eat them up alive. I want to use them as fuel, man. You can't eliminate those negative bastards. They're there, man. They're, they're the guys all pissed off when you're successful. And so I don't, I don't want to eliminate them. I want to, I want to step on them, man. Get out of the way. You know, lead, follow, or get out of the way. You can't eliminate them, so why make that the goal? You know, I just you just don't want to give them energy, you know. And uh, I, I'm sorry, maybe everyone say, yeah, we just they block them out of your mind, and they won't be there. No, they'll still be there. Uh, so, so you got to get fuel from them. Those haters are the you know the the ones that get you up in the morning, sitting there saying, hey, that guy's counting on me not being able to do what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do it anyhow. No, I don't want to do what I got to do today, but I do it anyhow. That's why I'm not you, I, because I'm me, and I'm going to do the stuff you won't do. You know, it's easy to 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 to, to, to smile when. The, when the game's going your way and the cheerleaders are cheering. But when your face is in the mud and you still get up, that's what, what knocks the enemies out. So, you know, I, I, I think, you know, business is a competitive sport. Business is a blood sport. Uh, and that doesn't mean you can't be caring and loving and all that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, my competitor wants to eat my lunch. My competitor wants to take food out of the mouth of my kids. And um, so, you know, if you want it, it's there. Come on, come and get it. Uh, you're going to find I'm a I'm worthy adversary. Uh, I, I love the those that would uh, try and keep us down. And, and think even, you know, nice people are competitive. Whether you think of a Barack Obama, he's competitive. You think of an Oprah, she's competitive. Glenn Lundy is competitive. He wants his room to do well. You know, and, and that, that's a good thing. 
right? To strive to be the best that you can be, not to be me or to be her or him, but to be the best you can be. I think that's a good thing. And, and it, whatever gets you there, if it's creating an enemy that doesn't exist so that that helps to fuel you, that's great. But I don't have to create enemies. There are real ones out there. And, and, I, and they, you know, I love using that as fuel for me to uh, propel myself forward. I love that, Brian. Competition is absolutely a healthy thing. And, you know, I think a lot of times it's those haters and that competition that fuels us. But at the same time, I think that we can also choose to not engage necessarily and not internalize what those haters say to us, right? We have a choice. Like I said in the beginning, like everything is a choice. If you choose to believe the hate and you choose to believe the people that are coming at you, you know, <laughs> our friend Carol Baskin that's on stage, I'm sure she's no stranger to hate, right? You go through things, but you have to make that conscious choice and effort of, am I going to internalize all of that nonsense that's being thrown at me? Am I going to let it affect me internally? Or am I going to push past it? And I'm going to use that hate for fuel, just like you said, Brian. So I absolutely love that. Number seven, break down your vision into smaller goals and steps. Start with the end in mind. We talk about that all the time. Covey principle, creating a task list that can be executed and evaluated and attaching a value to each of those things. And as well, again, celebrating wins. I think that that's so important. A lot of times we try and bite off more than we can chew or we see this massive, you know, end goal and that internalizes that fear of failure because it's just, it seems so far off, so far and hard to reach. And I think that we have to sometimes break down the steps and we have to reverse engineer how we're going to get there. When I set out and said, hey, I'm going to buy this ridiculous place in the mountains of Colorado, I had no clue at the time how I was going to get there. I had the dream I had the vision, I had to take action on it, and then I had to break it down into small manageable parts and go, this is how much money I have to make, this is how many people I have to talk to, this is how many sales I have to make, this this is this whole you know game plan leading up, I have to get all of these things in order if I want to accomplish this end goal. And so I think that it's important that we break things down into manageable moving parts and we reverse engineer whatever it is that our vision and our goal is. And I think that a lot of times that when we do that, once we start accomplishing and we get those little wins out of the way, that leads us on the path to be able to accomplish those bigger wins. And when you are able to accomplish that small win and celebrate it, that starts to eliminate those self-limiting beliefs. And I think that fear of failure, uh, although it may not ever completely go away, it starts to dissipate. So again, super excited that you all are here with us this morning. Uh, I would like to open this up. We've got about uh, eight minutes left. Open this up to audience questions. If you have a question or something to add to this, uh, if you're a moderator on stage and you have something that you would like to add about overcoming the fear of failure, feel free to flash your mic. I'll be happy uh, to come to you. I'm going to pull a couple of people up here on the stage. I want to make sure that we get to everyone before I turn this over to my dear friend, Lisa Copeland. So up on stage first, I hope to God I do not pronounce this wrong. Lady Lyric. Oh, I see it. There's a pronounce, uh, pronouncement in, the, in your bio. What would you like to add to the conversation? Welcome to the stage. Good morning. Can you guys hear me good? I'm in the car driving. It's a little muffled, but we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. So first of all, I just want to say thank you guys all for sharing. And this, this, the whole room has just been... It's been more than enlightening. It's been it's been educational and inspiring, and I just want to contribute to the story, to contribute to the conversation, and say you have to just keep going. Fear is paralyzing. If mm -hmm. you let it, 
be paralyzing. People will say, you know, when you're stuck and you're afraid and you don't want to move, that's when you have to push out the hardest. That's when you have to fight the most to just keep going. Those, Like you just said, celebrate those little wins, those little accomplishments, and then use them to fuel and drive yourself to moving forward. So I just wanted to contribute to the conversation and say thank you so much for sharing all the wisdom and knowledge that you guys have been dropping today. Glenn, this is an amazing room, as always. I tune in every day, and I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity to hear this and to just be in agreement with you guys and just say, you know, we have to, your seven pillars, that they're perfect for everyone to remember. And just, just remember that you're, this is life. Every day is going to change. Every day is going to be something new. And like you said, pivot. Don't twist. Don't, you know, tie yourself up. Just keep on moving forward, and, and it's always going to be worth it. Everything that we do will be worth it. This is Lady Lyric, and I've said what I've said. Yes, yes, yes. Preach it, sister. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Up next, we have Felicia. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Book publisher at Ultimate Publishing House and creative genius, best-selling author. Welcome to the stage, Felicia. What would you like to add to the conversation? Thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate all the knowledge and wisdom that was shared here this morning. I wanted to share a couple things. What's really amazing is we call them haters, but we want to operate from love. And I say that because the haters are operating from a level of awareness that they're at. So it's not necessarily their fault because they're unconscious. We can use that information as fuel for us to keep going. But we also want to understand that we got to fill up our day with high priority actions so it doesn't fill up with low priority distractions and we see a lot of educated people that are broke because knowledge is potential power we got to apply that knowledge in order to take it to the bank mm -hmm. and the other thing is that energy flows where attention goes yep. so one of the beautiful things is that everything's perception nothing is good or bad until you label it so. So you really want to take whatever has happened to you and write down a list of uh, drawbacks and benefits to whatever that uh, memory is that's occupying <clears throat> time and space in your beautiful mind. Neutralize that memory through the drawbacks and benefits where it no longer occupies time and space in your mind. And here's a beautiful thing. It actually defies the aging process. Who doesn't want to look younger or feel even better than they do? And uh, there's one more thing based on my book, Mind Candy, the code to program the subconscious mind to achieve any goal. I put myself through the ultimate publishing house every year. So I have a few books of my own championed by Oprah and Ellen DeGeneres. And what Mind Candy states is that the law of attraction is a secondary law. The primary law is the law of vibration. It's all about the vibes. Mm -hmm. So I don't hear what you're saying. I feel your vibes, as they say. So you want to operate from the law of vibration. Visualize what it is that you want in your heart when the thought matches the feeling and you hold it for 17 seconds or more. That is vibrational integrity, and it goes out into the universe to summons everything and everyone you need to achieve that vision and make it become precipitated thought. I'm Felicia Pazonia, and thank you, everyone. I, I appreciate it. I'm done speaking. Thank you, Felicia. Yeah, that's such that's such a powerful, powerful statement. You know, having that vibration, right? matching your thoughts to your feelings, but doing so in a positive manner, I think that pushes you forward. I think that's a great way, you know, to overcome the fear of failure. And again, 
you know, talking about the, the hate's going to come. And I, you know, I'm no stranger to it. I think the, the more that you grow in your life and in your business and success, the more that it's going to come at you. And I think a lot of times it happens. It's because the people that are doing so they're seeing something that they want in themselves and they don't know how to get there. And I think that that's a lot of time, uh, you know, where their own fear of failure comes from and they'll take that fear of failure and then they projectile vomit it right onto other people that are doing what they want to do. So great conversation this morning. Brian, did you have any closing thoughts? No, I, you know, I, 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 again, views expressed by me or mine, and I don't necessarily want to post those on any or paint those on, uh, on anybody else. I just, you know, I think uh, competition's a wonderful thing. And, you know, competition's not against, it's with co, C-O is with, not against. And, you know, I, I like to use uh, competitive nature to propel me forward. I think the competitors in life, uh, and we call them haters and sometimes they are, uh, help to move us forward. And, you know, I, I think what the woman who just spoke said, you know, vibration is very true, very important, and a vibration of love uh, can be very powerful. Uh, and uh, the vibration of love that I get from my competition is the vibration that I love to crush them. That vibration radiates with me and gives me power and gives you strength to keep pushing. And again, in business, uh, I, I think you, you need to realize if you don't pull the weeds out of your garden, they will take the garden. And, you know, this is uh, is really a, it's about winning, but to you, the competitors uh, to bring you along, to motivate you. Our best competitors in the nation do more for us uh, than any of the other nice people that are not as competitive with us, that the, those of uh, the people that we compete with that are behind us are really not doing much uh, to propel us forward. It is those competitors. You know, if you want to run faster, run with people that are faster than you. If you want to play golf better, play with golfers that are better than you. If you want to think better, get around people with stronger minds than you. And I, and I think in that way, it's a very beneficial thing to have people uh, <clears throat> that are competitors around you and keep you robust to make sure that you're delivering the very best version of you. Comparing yourself to other people can be really a, a, a sad thing to do because you'll never quite be there. I, I, I think it's very helpful to compare yourself to your best uh, performance, to your best potential, and what you can do. And that's going to change in life because if you're comparing yourself to the 19-year-old version of you, maybe in many ways you're, you're stronger, but in some ways, you know, you're not 19, you're not 20 uh, anymore. It's just being the best version of you at the place you're at, at the time you're at. And um, uh, I, I appreciate you, Michelle, and I thank you for uh, what you brought to the show this morning. I think it was very important. Well, thank you for that. And as always, your opinions and thoughts, you have done so okay, much so in life. Can I say something? Yes, I was you may. earlier. Yes, uh, we, we are at the top of the hour, so uh, if you don't mind just making it quick so we can turn it over oh, to Oh, no, Lisa. just really quickly. No, no, no. Thank you, Michelle. And also, thank you, Glenn, for uh, bringing me up. I just wanted to say something I shared yesterday, um, and I think someone else shared it as well. It, um, it is okay to be vulnerable, right? It's okay to go through uh, those challenges and those obstacle, obstacles. Um, the harder you fight, the harder you push and you surround yourself and affirm those uh, aspirations or dreams that you want to achieve um, and, and get out of your way because sometimes you yourself is the only person in your way. And when you are able to open up and 
we push through the challenges and and whatever life throws your way. Um, and I shared this, I almost cried yesterday. It was so crazy. I think that anything is possible. The one thing you have to do is believe in yourself. Simple. This is Ashan and I'm done speaking. And thank you so much, Michelle, for doing this segment. I love it. Ashan, thank you so much for sharing that wisdom and insight. It is the top of the hour. Thank you so much for spending your morning with all of us and especially with Brian and I for the last hour. Such great insight came from that conversation. So again, uh, feel free. You can click on my profile if you want those seven tips. Uh, join my text club absolutely free. But it is time to turn it over to my beautiful friend, mentor, somebody who changed my life in so many ways, and I love her dearly, Miss Lisa Copeland. Good morning, because about, about six months ago, I think it was right after I did 75 Hard for the first time, Somebody came at me online and their exact words to me were, oh, so you're an entrepreneur, but what is your day job? And me being the snarky person that I am, my response back to that person is my day job. My day job is doing all of the things that everyone said that I was never going to accomplish. And I have that mentality. I wake up with that mentality every single day knowing that somebody out there is trying to take away from me everything that I've worked for. And I think that you're just, you're spot on, both of you, when it when it comes to that, it's just, you have to dig deeper. Things are gonna come at you. I mean, I've had fastballs thrown at my head more times than I can probably count in my life. But it's our response. It's our response and, and how we you know, approach the situation. It's how we approach everything, right? How you do one thing is how you do all things. And I think that when we shift that and we're able to, you know, just walk in our own and go, you know what? Even if it's spiteful, I think sometimes, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but for me, I think sometimes really what keeps me going is going, oh, that person's hating. That person said I can't do this. And my response to that is I'm going to do it twice and take pictures, right? <laughs> That's I, that, that fuels me. That fires me. When someone says I can't, I, it instantly just fires me up and I go, watch me. And, you know, I, I think that's honestly what's gotten me through the last few years of my life is that mentality of I'm going to do it just because you said that I couldn't. So I love that you said that. Another moderator. Got time for maybe one more moderator to chime in. And then I want to open this up to audience questions. Uh, if you're a moderator on the stage and you have something that you want to add, again, talking about ways to cope with uncertainty this morning, uh, flash your mic. Be happy to get you up and get you on stage here. Anybody want to chime in? Dr. Rowe. Oh, good morning. What would you like to add to the conversation? Good morning, Michelle. I uh, love your segments always. Um, your topic made me think of what I went through uh, this past couple of few days ago. My daughter was in the final four of volleyball. They were number one in the nation the entire year and undefeated. And they got to the semifinals and they were playing a team and the lights all went off on the uh, one of the lights went off but the other one was on and the rule is keep the game going but the game was halted for 15 minutes so obviously it got them out of their mojo that was really tough but uh long story short they lost the game and it was hard it was so tough and when speaking to the girls they were saying well the other team was putting negativity on social media and all of this their coach you know reminded them that where their mindset should be is where they are and the one thing he said 
he said, we didn't come into this to say, hey, let's win it all. Our vision was to just get here. And he said, I planned 10 years ago. That's what I wanted to do. And when it's God's timing, we'll get there. And that just reminded me and anyone else that no, nothing is promised. We don't know what is going to happen. But if we move forward in positivity, eventually that will happen. And also to surround ourselves with supportive people to help us get there, people we trust. With that, I hand the mic back to you. I absolutely love that. And I, I think that that's so important, especially when we're dealing with, you know, younger people, teenagers, you know, kids of all ages is reminding them of that, right? It doesn't matter what other people say or other people do. What are you going to do? What are you going to do in this moment? And I, I love that. I love that they had a coach that just poured into them, right? Who cares what other people are saying on social media? That doesn't matter. What matters is you and your integrity and how you're representing yourself. And I just, I think that that's such a great point, Dr. Rowe. So I have opened up hand raising. Uh, we've got time for a couple of audience questions. I see Elizabeth Cowan has raised her hand to join us on stage. I just pulled you up here, Elizabeth. Uh, if you're in the audience and you have a question, you have something that you'd like to add to the conversation, we would love to have you. Good morning, Elizabeth. I am so proud of you. I have been following your seven. 75 hard journey like religiously i am watching your face slim down i am just watching you be full of energy you remind me so much of myself six months ago girl i am so proud of you thank you michelle you've been very inspiring and i didn't have a question i just wanted to say something um i feel like when you have uncertainty a lot of times you have to look at perspective i'm reading a book called yellow balloons and this family was at Disney, Disneyland and the two children were fighting over pushing the stroller. And the parent wanted to say, look, you're at the happiest place on earth. So we do that as adults in life. We'll be in a great situation, but our perspective needs to be changed. Mm. So I just wanted to throw that in there um, with this discussion because in, sometimes in uncertainty, we just need to change our perspective. I love that. Perspective is absolutely everything. And we've talked about mindset this morning. And Who's got a hot mic? Somebody has something to add? I don't know. Maybe it was just a hot mic. Deb, uh, Debbie, did you have something that you'd like to add to the conversation? Yes, um, I just want to um, echo what you said to Elizabeth and also add you, Michelle, and Brian, and all of you who have been so helpful to me on my my 75 hard journey. You know, a couple days ago, I talked about the fact that I had to reset and the shame I felt around failing after 15 days of doing 75 hard was horrible. But the affirmation that I received for restarting the day before yesterday was so great that it spurred me on. So I get to do 75 hard because even though I'm probably the oldest one in the group and I thank God every day that I'm healthy enough to be able to do it and that I ultimately have the support system of people like you and Michelle and Brian and the others to be able to get through it. Thank you so much for your, your talk this morning. It was awesome. Yes, 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 yes. I know. I, I just want one one thing. I don't know how you fail at seventy five hard. I you know, I, I think if you're saying you didn't complete the seventy five hard consecutively, well, that, that's not failure. I mean, it, this is it's supposed to be hard, <laughs> and 
I think a natural side effect of that is is not getting it uh, done the first time or the second time. It's it's uh, you know that old Japanese proverb: fall down seven times, get up eight. And I, I don't think there's such a thing as failing that seventy five hard because you know if you if you did it for ten days, you're ten days ahead of most of the planet. Uh, if you did it for twenty days and thirty or forty, it's the same. It's the same thing. Just it's it's that willingness to get back up on the bicycle and get back get back at it to go into the ring one more time to try and it's uh really great i'm i'm not sure if you are in fact the oldest one up here on the stage trying it but uh uh those of us that are getting up there it's even more of a challenge and i think we have an advantage right we've got this um experience of life and and we don't quit at things so you know maybe we can get there uh as a group those of us that are over 50 or over 60 uh, to, to show people just what we can do. Brian, I was so inspired when you dropped out of 75 hard because you were not feeling well because of the COVID. I thought, oh, he'll never be back. And I was felt so bad because you are such an incredible inspiration to me every time that you speak. Um, so I thought, oh, he won't be back and I'm not going to be able to be a beneficiary of, of his encouragement and, and to be able to encourage him. And then when I saw you get right back at it, I was blown away. State, was- of, State of New York said I could return to work on Friday and Friday I did. And work is not uh, what I do for a living. That's I love that. Work is getting back in, into the gym and, you know, the, um, the crazy thing about the, the COVID deal, the cardiovascular seems to have been affected uh, a little bit. But, you know, we, we, we went back at it on Friday and, and you just got to stick with it. Right? By, by yesterday, I, I was feeling great running. And uh, we got, uh, this is day four, exercise one's in the book. I got, uh, got a run to do this afternoon. And I, I, I just, you know, I want to take good care of, of uh, the temple of my brain, which is my body, so that uh, I can be around uh, to see all the great things that uh, the people I work with are going to be able to accomplish, and, and to see what my kids are going to be able to accomplish, and I, I want to be—I want to control whatever it is that I can control. And I know I can't control it all, but thanks for your kind words. That—that's that, great. We got to get back out there. I mean, look—you know—how many times would you let your your baby, who's trying to walk, uh, fail before you'd give up on them? You know, that's well—you know—you'd say, no, my 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 daughter, my son's going to keep going until they get it and i think that mentality is you know we forget that that's the mentality that we've got to carry into life that you know we're going to keep going until we get it my, my, my i've got uh five kids and every one of them started to walk and fell down and started to walk and fall down we didn't give up on them and they didn't give up on themselves so i think that attitude should stay with us for our entire lives Absolutely. And we've got time for one more question. And I think Eric Mitchell is up at 8 a.m. Eric, can you just confirm that? And then I want to get to Billionaire's question. Yep. I'm just listening in. Perfect. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Billionaire Michelle McBride. We will Good morning. With your question. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. Um, I wanted to make a comment on the young lady about, you know, failing. You know, you don't fail until you quit. You know, as long as you keep getting back up, you have not failed. So I just want to tell her that. Um, the question I have is, how do you deal with multiple things that are happening to you? You know, most of us deal with one uncertainty. But how do you deal with more than one uncertainty at the same time? How do you how do you treat them? Do you treat them equally? Do you just think, oh, they've come together to work together for my good? How do you treat those things? 
Well, for me personally, I always try to eat the frog, as we say into the business world, and I tackle the most difficult thing head on. But Brian, would you like to chime in on that too? I don't know where Brian went. Hey, Brian, we can't hear you, my friend. Brian is swimming somewhere. I think we, I think we lost him again. I don't know. Brian, are you there, my friend? I can chime in real quick if you like. Perfect. This is Dr. Rowe. Hello, billionaires. I love your name. It's amazing. How you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, just really quick. So many things happened, and that trigger warning. My son died 18 months ago by his own hands, and it was, it was so, so shocking. Aww. And at the same time, I had probably five different things happening at once, and I finally fell to my knees and said, what are you trying to teach me? And it still gets like that some days, but I realize, and I, you know, um, that things are going to happen. We don't know when, what, how, and the way I personally deal with it is four things. Number one, prayer first and foremost. Um, and I know everybody in this room may not be a Christian, but just having that uh, higher power that you speak to and are able to get those things out, whatever it is to talk about. Secondly, trauma therapy or therapist or somebody that has qualified ears to speak to. Three, a support system. It may not be a group for some people. It could be just be an individual that has a trusting ear, a hand of extension, or just somebody to sit there and hold my hand and say, Ro, it's going to be okay. Um, somebody sent me a book uh, two days or came by two days after my son died and they handed me this book and I opened it up and it said, you are not a bad mom. And I just bawled my eyes out and they didn't know how impactful those words were to me because even though I know I had nothing to do with what happened to his breakup I I was feeling that guilt you know so just having that and then fourthly believing in me so what I have done I have a book and every day I write 10 affirmation words of who I am you know I'm just raw. I'm a child of God, but I am beautiful. I am wonderfully made those things. And I continue to look back from the time he died. And that's been 18 months. I could have a book out of this, but it helps me keep going. And that's just the minute things. I know you may do something different and other people on the stage would, but it's very impactful and very helpful. I hope that helps you. Thank you so much. Because I had three things going on last year. Um, and I call it the three C's. It was like, it was cancer. It was conflict. And it was COVID happening at the same time. So I felt like I was living in three different bubbles at the same time. And I said, God, what? why is this happening? And I, you know what the funny thing was? I knew I would make it through. Because I, I looked back to my past. And I knew the other feats I, I'd overcome. And I said, you know, this is just a new test for a new level that's going to grow a brand new me. And that's how I took on the challenge last year. I love that, Billionaire Russ. Thank you. It is the top of the hour. I'm going to turn this over to Eric Mitchell. But I see Carol Baskin from Tiger King, who is no stranger to uncertainty and things happening in life, has joined our stage. Good morning. Welcome to you, Carol. Thank you for being with us this morning. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I thought this was <laughs> going to be poetry reading. <laughs> hey, you, you, we actually, Glenn, Glenn posted some awesome poetry this morning. So do you want to hear, you hear one, Carol? I do. Okay. Eric, I'm going to let him hear a poem. Just a second, Eric, and then we're going to hand it over to you. 
one thing in. Okay. Uh, make sure I got that. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Go, Carol. Bam. Understand. The day begins. Alarm clock sounds. My wife, of course, she's sleeping sound. I stretch my arms. My eyes, they squint. Then comes the message from God. It's sent. It's time that I rise. So tall that I stand. It's time for me to be a man. The hours you see, there are so few. Each moment is precious and a debt. It is due. I owe my life to my father above. He expects me to shower this whole world with love. I am a man. Understand? As a man, I have duties. This can't be ignored. My children need playtime. A sin if they're bored. My wife, she needs kindness, and her hand must be held. She needs laughter and kisses, and her praises be yelled. I am a man. Understand? My co-workers need structure, a leader who's bold. They would rather be taught than to follow by scold. My dreams, they need action, or they'll never come true. And with God on my team, nothing exists I can't do. I am a man. Understand? I like cartoons and Xbox and movies and cars. I like Snickers and pork chops and pictures of Mars. When football is on, my attention won't wander. And I can't even recall last clothes I did launder. I am a man. Understand? But with all that being said, one thing remains true. I'd be nowhere in this life if I lived without you. God, you are my savior with forgiveness and grace. You've transformed my life. There's no doubt that's the case. I stand before you today as the man you created. And I pledge in the end, Lord, you will be elated. I will love, I will prosper, I will lead as I follow. My children will laugh and my heart never hollow. My wife will be treated like a queen, that's a fact. And I will lead my co-workers with compassion and tact. My dreams will be chased with relentless desire. The whole time with purpose and intent to inspire. I am a man. Understand? So now the sun's done, it sits in the west. I lay my head down, it's time I now rest. But before it's all over, to God I must say, thank you for creating the man I am today. I love it. Love, That's love the first it. time I heard that. Oh my God, Blanche, chills. Like literal goosebumps. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. What'd you think, Carol? I loved it. That was fabulous. What a wonderful way to start off a Monday morning. Thank you well, for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that one like uh, eight years ago when my son was like one year, one years old. And it came back up this week on Hashtag Rise and Grind, Carol. We are uh, in a series called Poetry in Motion. And Hashtag Rise and Grind is a morning show that I do at 5.30 a.m. every day, bringing motivation, education, and inspiration uh, over on Facebook and here on Clubhouse. And so that series, so today we broke down Robert Frost. Uh, we broke down his, um, the road, um, why did I just forget the name of it? Let's uh, the road bus traveled. Yeah, this, yeah. 
your eyes diverged in the yellow wood. And sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood. So anyways, yeah. So we broke down that one today and we'll be breaking down more all week long. So I hope that gives you better insight on the title. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. With that said, I'm going to be handing the mic over to Eric Mitchell. Michelle, thank you so much for this morning, for holding down the fort, for creating an amazing room here on Breakfast with Champions. We will be here, uh, continue to be here Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturdays from 6 to noon, and also on Sundays with our club, 111. Until then, though, I'm going to hand it over to my man, Eric Mitchell, who is going to be bringing the fire this morning. Eric, how are you, sir? I am good. How are you doing, sir? This is just, a, this is just you know, your amazing poetry right there. And if you would have told me, I would have started the show off and my Monday off following Carol Baskin, I probably would have told you, no, that was not on my bingo card for this week to start May off that way. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. So, thanks, Glenn. Uh, and thanks to Thank everybody. You. Oh, it's it's awesome, Carol. It's an honor to uh, be on the same stage so. with you. <laughs> So, uh, everybody, I'm Eric Mitchell, like Glenn said, and, you know, I was trying to think of what I was going to do today. Normally, I come on, I bring a guest on with me, so come up, but my come guest ended up not. Things better, but still, I want more and more, and then, in the end, he's like, wow, yeah, like, Megan, you know, it was not my decision, really, but it, thank God, and then, you know, I was grateful for that to happen, and the solutions show up all the time that's what it was was really really amazing is that you know i'm sorry i have taken too long but you know just to say thank you and sometimes you have that difficult and don't be afraid um you know because sometimes it takes your soul you i had six panic attacks from in, in january in december so it's not worth it your life your mental sanity is great you know until today i still am afraid of speaking in public because of all the pressure so we just have to let go because beautiful things come and better so and that's it that's it thank you so much for listening and my name is gabriella and i'm complete Thank you. Uh, can I ask a question? To me? Sure. Uh, not, not to you, kind of, well, I guess you, you could answer it. Um, just kind of what is what is the best thing you're walking away? Because I'm new to, to this app. What, what does everybody take with them after leaving a group like this? What is, what is the number one thing you could say you're benefiting from? When it comes to clubhouse, uh, it's my first day on. It's actually my uh, second room I've been in. So welcome, first of all, and uh, you know I'm extremely. I'm I'm having so much difficulty to speak for um, a big group of people, and uh, uh, just see how many people is here right now, and I'm speaking, and so you do it, uh, you know, day by day, and you take the things. But first of all. My concern is what can I share? You know, how can I improve other people's lives? And somehow, it, the, you know, something comes up, and and in, by in the end of the day, I go, oh, I spoke today, yay! You know, so I took that. But you know, how can I share my experience to to improve others' lives? And 
you know, like Megan now, she inspired Eleanor for sure. She inspired me and probably so much more so. And yeah, so it's what she gave that really inspires people. Oh, that's really good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, Sam. Sam. Uh, it's really whatever you feel like you want to uh, take away is so many great things you can get from a place like Clubhouse and especially out of rooms like this. If, you know, I, I know you were very much so focused and tapped into what was going on here, but if you heard all of the wonderful uh, stories and knowledge, information and wisdom, these moderators and these speakers in the room were, were given, it's so much to take from, from, from just that, you know, so uh, it really depends on, you know, what, what you're looking for, because, you know, a lot of things that you that you may want is right here on Clubhouse, whether that's value, information, um, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. So I would say, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing and coming in rooms like this and you will be surprised at some of the things that you will take with you when you come off of this app from connections to, you know, uh, friendships, the new business partners so many things so just just uh stay tapped in this crown i'm done speaking i want to add something Thank to uh, what you just said because um crown is somebody who i just happened to see coming over i've heard him speak before he's amazing if you look at his profile you can see everything he's done in his bio you're going to be blown away and hopefully if you haven't said it i would take the opportunity for you to share but the next thing i would say besides that is it's so awesome that you this is your second day on and You've taken the courage to not only get on stage and speak. I'm going to tell you, I've been on here for a couple of weeks now. And there's so many people who are so interesting when I read their profile. But I'm hesitant to hit on it because they haven't raised their hand yet. So it's so important for people to raise their hand and to engage so we can hear you, so you can be heard. Because there's tremendous amount of wealth. And I realize also there's tremendous value sitting in the audience and just absorbing it. Sometimes just listening when you're sleeping or listening when you're driving or just listening for for the education that people have. So I just want to say thank you, Sam. And, and Crown, if you haven't given your your entire uh, you know, your, your CV, I would think that is so awesome because the only place like Clubhouse can you have people like this to be with a, a point, click, and touch away. So if, uh, if you haven't, Crown, oh, please, please. Yeah, this is, this is Mark. I want to I wanna chime in on Dabby, what he said was excellent. Oh, yeah. I you can go ahead, Mark, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll share right after you, bro. Thank you. Okay, great. Yeah, so, yeah, Clubhouse is a, you know, it's a very interesting, it's really, really a fascinating app, and it's not, it's not, it's not like anything else where, you know, if you go on Facebook or Instagram or something and you're looking at someone's post, or you're looking even at evergreen content, maybe someone's done a video, and yes, you can appreciate that. But it's not like it's not real time, right? And you can look at that at your at your leisure or whatever you want. So there's no urgency to it. Yes, you may look at it, and yes, you may be able to, to gain something from that. But there's nothing like being able to connect real time with someone. And if, by the way, and if you don't, you know, there's nothing recording us here today. So if you weren't here, you missed it. So there's a certain something about that. There's a certain urgency. There's something that you know if you're not present. You're, you're going to lose the information. You're not going to capture the information. You know, if you're new to Clubhouse, invariably you're going to find yourself at some times wanting to take some notes, literally get a notepad out because it's some, a gem someone dropped. So it's it's not like anything else out there. 
It's real-time connection and conversation with literally hundreds of people at one time. It's unique. It's different. It's it's um, it's definitely a phenomenon. I you know welcome to it. I think you'll enjoy it. This is Mark. I'm done speaking. I was just going to add, just kind of echoing what everyone else said, but maybe a little differently. I think Clubhouse allows you to find your tribe. So whatever that tribe may be, you know, you got a bunch of other apps out there like LinkedIn, but I think you can really tap into the conversation and really find the people who resonate with what you're trying to do. So other than just connections, other than just networking, I think it'll really help you find your base and kind of who you who you speak to and who speaks to you. This is Curtis, and I'm done speaking. This is Brooke speaking. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're drinking your water and enjoying your day. I just wanted to piggyback off of what everyone else has already said. This is better than Google, you guys. This is completely better than Google, right? So I asked my brain or, you know, for those of us who are tapped in, my higher self, what is it that I need to learn today? Or I ask questions about something that I'm working through. And I promise you every single time that I get on this app, I'm connected with people who bring the answer to me. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. Like Curtis said, like Mark said, like Crown said, this is honestly what you put into it is what you're getting back out of it. And if you know how to work your energy, the answers are all over this app, whether it be you're trying to figure out how to manage your business better, you're trying to figure out how to manifest better, you're trying to figure out how to grow your community, you're trying to find your tribe, literally everything is on this app. Even if you just want friends, I have found amazing people on this app, Arthur, hello, Arthur, being one of them. Um, So I really hope that everyone is taking advantage because, like I said, this is way better than Google. Google, you have to know exactly which question to ask so that you can get the exact answer. This, you just hold the vibration of what it is that you're seeking to know, and the universe will bring you the people, and you won't even realize that the question was there, but it's already answered for you. This is Brooke, and I'm done speaking. I love that. I love that, Brooke. And I I just want to bring it just to give you the perfect example. I want to reintroduce Crown so you can hear what I'm talking about right here live. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Debbie. I appreciate that. Uh, Rena, oh, hold on, hold on oh, one second, Rena. Just let the uh, crowd just finish. And oh no, Rena, Rena can go. I, I have the, I have the. Um, uh, I, I'm a gentleman, so always Certainly. let the ladies to go first. So you're so right. Yeah, Rena. I appreciate that very much, Crown. Um, Sam, no clearly you asked a fantastic question. It got a lot of people interested to want to give over some knowledge to you and this is something that each one of us experience on one way or another and I hope that you're getting very practical information about that. I just wanted to make a suggestion to you. I just looked at your um, bio and one really great tip that if you haven't already thought about doing this, consider is to add another form of contact to be able to reach out to you. So whether you connect your Instagram or your Twitter or some other form of communication so that we can reach out to you because the best connections you can make, though, yes, are in here, you can also further them outside. The other thing I just wanted to say is that there's a reason that there's a suggestion for you to follow the moderators or to follow the speakers. And the reason that you do that is because the algorithm on Clubhouse will only give you the rooms or access to the people who you are following. So if you find value in the things that are coming out, 
all you need to do is do a quick follow to the people and that's how you're going to fill your days and your space and your time to make it the most valuable. So I'm sorry for cutting you off, Crown, but um, oh, I just no. wanted to give that information. Thank you. This is Rena. Crown, take it over. Oh, no problem. No problem. Well, I'd like to say thank you for um, creating this space. This is amazing. Uh, Jack, you know, Rachel, my guy Dabby, all the fabulous moderators here just dropping so much gems and knowledge um well i've been in music and entertainment you know for 10 plus years i'm an entertainer music producer composer um you know so many other things but i was fortunate enough to work with a lot of major artists uh, a lot of major networks a lot of major companies like Davy said you can go to crown my profile here and check out my bio anything interests you you know we definitely connect but how I was able to um, accomplish some of the things I've done and and rub shoulders and be able to work with a lot of these amazing, you know, stars and icons and legendary people is, you know, it, the title makes a lot of sense. You know, money goes where the attention flows. Um, you know, attention uh, in, in a dictionary means like notice taken of someone or something, you know, um, sparking like interest or or importance and all of us want attention in some way from something to help be that bridge to get us where we're going like for myself as a entertainer producer you know in music we we need a fan base you know uh we we need the attention of the the people to get behind us to to you know parade with us to help push us and catapult us to where we want to go. Um, some people just may need the attention of um, someone who can give them a life-changing opportunity. But what I learned is that a lot of things that we want, we start to seek them. So we start to seek the attention. We start to seek these different things. Some people want a nice house, uh, cars, and all these different things. So they start to seek those things. But what I learned in my journey is that everything I was seeking, I never found it. Mm-hmm. It it didn't come until I seeked the one thing that I feel like we should all seek, and that's God. And I started to, once I, I, I would seek God, everything else started to come because when we are brought here to the universe, we are brought here with everything we need, everything we need. But society kind of fools us, you know, uh, how society compresses our mind to like limited thinking. It fools us into thinking that we don't have everything we need and that we have to do all these extreme things to get those things. When all you have to do is tap into your yourself, you know, because we are God's property god is within us as well as with uh, like within everything that you know functions in a universe so when you come here you got all these things you need already all it all you have to do is just tap into it tap into it so you once you do that and you see god i promise you everything that you desire everything you want it will start to to come to you because for the fact of you having everything that you need when you come to this universe, it's like flicking a switch. When you cut the switch on, the light comes on. Once you turn yourself on, 
and you understand you can achieve anything in this world. You can achieve anything like beyond where your mind may, may think. Trust me. Once you tap into that, understand that you you will you will bring it because people used to call me crazy a lot of times because I I was I, I was a, a big dreamer like you know coming from where I come from in Brooklyn New York you know and you come in like out the AKA hood and you say yeah I'm gonna be on TV everybody is looking at you crazy like TV come on man like how you gonna do that how you and then and, you know they question you and I know a lot of you've been questioned by your family your friends you you've been doubted you people told you you, you can't that's impossible I don't know your your teachers might have told you like they told me I wasn't gonna be anything. And you got to understand, you could be whatever you want. You are the creator of your destiny. You are the director of this thing called life, which is the, your movie. And you choose the cast. You choose everything that happens within that. But like I said, they will call me crazy because I was uh, unrealistic. And you have to be unrealistic to turn things that people think are unrealistic into reality. Because that's the thing. We only look at everything that's around us and think only what we see is what's achievable. But it's the things that you don't see that aren't impossible. It's just that you don't see them yet. When you exercise your mind, your 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 energy, and, you know, it's like law of attraction. You know, law of attraction, you think you say it, believe it, you will receive it. Even if you don't see it at that moment, it's right there waiting for you and it will come and it will knock on your door. And then cause a cause and effect. There's another universal law that meets law of attraction right right in the middle. And then you go and you do the work because whatever you want is gonna come knocking at your door. But you have to understand your true ability and true power and make it happen. Make it happen because it is it's all within your your reach. Everything. So with that said. Because I can go on and on I'm very passionate about dreams I'm very passionate about us as Magical beings in a magical universe I'm very passionate about it And I always want people to know That they can do anything And be whatever they want And they are unlimited We are all unlimited Sky is not the limit Because you have the, the galaxy You have the moon You have outer space So there's nothing that we can't obtain So reach for the stars This is Crown And I'm done speaking Thank you I love that, Crown. I love that. I just want to do a fast reset. Everyone that wasn't here when I was here earlier, all the new people, everybody, we're talking about money goes where attention flows, hosted in the Hustler Club. This was put on by Jack. He's in the top left corner. And Rachel, this is it. We're talking about our attention and where to put it. We want you to focus on the right things. Love to hear your thoughts. This is Dan. I'm done talking. Hey, that was, that was really good. Thank everybody for answering my question. Um, it's, it's been a really good journey so far on Clubhouse today. It's my first day. And, uh, you know, COVID really had, had me locked down in a way where I guess I wasn't socializing like I used to be pre-COVID. And, and this... I want to thank all of the Breakfast Club with Millionaires Champions for speaking with us today and sharing how to inspire in 2023. They are amazing and I love to hear all the nuggets that they share every day.
today of prayer in times like these. What do you do when you do not know what to do? Pray. So inside this book, there's prayers for passion, a prayer for focus, a prayer for your identity. Do you know who you are? A prayer for your family, a prayer for action, a prayer to find your joy, a prayer to release those past mistakes. A prayer for favor. Do you need favor in your life? I have a prayer in the book for purity, deflecting temptation, for healing past hurts and overcoming pressures. Do you know that you're putting your pressure on your own self? There's gratitude prayers, a prayer for salvation. And also, I included from Dr. Jerry Savelle how to construct a prayer petition because I think that's important. We need to understand how to pray and how to create those prayers with the right words so that we can bring the prayer answering God down to make it happen. And he will make it happen. And one thing, don't quit on you. Never quit on you. Don't quit on God and don't quit on yourself. You have to give yourself grace to live. But this book, it's a small little book, 48 pages, prayers for times like these. You can get it on Amazon today, $4.95. So get your copy and I am with you, praying for you, fighting for you, putting on my spiritual armor so that we can fight this war that we're in today. I'm cheering you on and I'm praying for you and God is going to meet you right where you are. It doesn't matter where you're at. He's going to meet you there. So get on Amazon today and order your copy. Prayers for times like these from Pamela Duran. Woo, Inspire 2023. All right. This summit has been awesome. And I want to talk to you for just a few minutes and go over some things to make your 2023 the best it could be and to help you be the best version you can be. So do you practice gratitude? Gratitude is a requirement for you to be the best version of you. 
to be thankful and grateful for the things that are coming in your life, that you're enjoying in your life, that you are manifesting in your life. So make sure that you have a gratitude time, a gratitude journal, that you're always showing gratitude and then be receptive. Learn how to be an excellent receiver. That's very important. So the thing about manifesting, you're thinking, you're dreaming, you're imagining what you want. And then with faith, mix with faith and belief, you will receive it. That is scientific. That is biblical. So on all the levels, when you get in the right frequency and you start dreaming again, start building those visions in your mind of either what you want, what you want to do, what you want to become or have in your life. You mix that belief with faith and you will receive it. Because one thing that we know, thoughts impact our behaviors and then our behaviors engage feelings. And when we start feeling a thing, that moves us into action, which gets us on the right frequency for the things to happen in your life. No doubt. No doubt about it. So when you're manifesting, learn to be an excellent receiver. That builds you up. That helps you know your worth. Thankfulness and gratefulness are an important part of everyone's life. So what are you thankful for today? What can you show gratitude for today? And then start dreaming and seeing that vision again. And just believe. Mix that with your faith and belief and you are going to receive it. Are you making, one thing I want to ask too. So we're talking about Inspire 2023. Being the best version of me is the motto. So are you making the jump? From corporate to the CEO of you. Is that something that is like burning deep inside? That you're just tired of the day-to-day, nine-to-five. That you're ready to just burst out. You have that entrepreneurial spirit. And you want to bring it forth into the world. It's important that you know your audience. Do you know your audience? And when we're talking about this, specificity is a must. You have to get down to the specifics in order for you to grow and bloom. So some actions that you can take. Know your audiences first. Be very specific. Are you clear on your message? And how are you delivering the message? Do you have a website that captures your opt-ins from your visitors? Do you have a free offer with an opt-in page? Have you developed your product catalog in order to show what your strengths are? What you're offering? Are you coaching? Do you have a webinar? Do you have a free masterclass every week? Are you speaking? Do you want to speak? You obviously have a voice, and your voice was made to inspire people. So let's inspire. Let's craft that message that will make a change in someone's life. And believe me, when you're talking about your audience, everyone has an audience. 
Don't start thinking, I'm not like Grant Cardone. I'm not like Ed Marlette. I'm not like Tony Robbins. Sure, they have their audience. There's almost 8 billion people in the world. You have your own audience. And those people are going to be drawn to you and your message. So what are you waiting for? It's time for you to share your message. Share what you were born to do. Share your deep down heartfelt pain or passion. What is your purpose? Once you are clear on those things, then you want to start thinking about how are you marketing yourself? Or do you use the term getting the word out? Because getting the word out and marketing yourself are one and the same. So I know some things that you can do that I've done in the past and this works. You set up a social media calendar. There are several out there online. Monica Shaw has a great program. And post daily. Once you have your calendar set, then you know where you're posting daily, the messages or your images that you're posting daily. And then you set up these posts to be automated each week. And when they're automated, it's like rinse, repeat, right? Maybe you take Monday, I mean Sunday. Sunday could be your planning day, getting all your posts in at the end of the day before Monday starts. And then it's just automatic. They're all popping. And then you're just responding, taking a time daily to respond to people who react to your posts. The key to this success, I know this firsthand, is consistency. Be consistent. Consistency leads to success. If you know John C. Maxwell, he talks all about this. He has the 12 laws of growth. And the law of consistency is definitely one of them. So thinking about getting ready, do you have your bank account ready? Is it connected? Are you ready to receive the funds that are going to come in from your consistency, from you showing up, from your message. And a key to being ready financially is not just to have your bank account ready, but also have multiple payment options. Sometimes the internet goes down. Sometimes PayPal goes down. Sometimes um, Stripe goes down. So you never know. So you want to have those multiple payment options. You could have the credit card. You could have PayPal. You could have Stripe. I think there's Chime. There's several that are out there. And there's more coming online every day. So make sure that you have those options set up in preparation in case something does go down. Now, who is doing what you are doing? Do you know? Have you studied them? Have you mimicked them? Success leaves clues. So you want to go out and actually see who is doing what you are doing. Who is doing that? You want to mimic them. You want to study them. It's okay. You have a different audience. Studying people and seeing the success they're having and then mimic them, that's flattery. And it's only going to lead to your success. So another thing to do is start building your testimonials as you go. That will show you your evidence of success. 
So build those testimonials. Make sure that they're on your page. They're in your book. They're on your web page. They're in your book. You want to make sure people are seeing the evidence and proof of your success. And I think another thing that will help is to uh, journal your journey. It is great to look back and review where you started and where you are today. You are definitely going to see the progress. Progress over perfection. Nothing is perfect. No one is perfect. So you want to make sure that you are seeing the progress. Practice leads progress. Another thing that you can evaluate as you are moving out of corporate into being the CEO of you is to think about where do you want to make an impact? Where are you making an impact? Here's the thing. It all starts within you and then it spreads outwards. But you have to internalize. You have to conceive it. You have to believe with faith and then you will receive it. It's not going to happen unless the thought or idea starts with you. Those thoughts become behaviors. Behaviors come feelings and feelings that emotion moves you into action. And you will see results. For me and myself, when I think it starts within you, I like to impact the people closest to me, the ones that I love, which is my family, my church family, my community, my work. Then you can move to your county, your state, and your country. You want to be the change you want to see in the world. That's what this is all for. We want to be the change that we want to see in the world. Micah 2 and 2 says, write the vision and make it plain. Have you written it down? There's a book. Write it down. Make it happen. Because when you write it down, you're putting it out into the universe. Then when you start visualizing it, you create a vision board. Do you have a vision board? The successful people have a vision board. Are you visualizing how you want to make and impact the world? And it must be so big that you can't do it alone. Because if you can do it, it's not big enough. There is a book, The Magic of Thinking Big. Read it if you need help. Thinking Big. Because it truly, truly Get you in that bigger thinking mindset. Believe in yourself and have faith. Affirm your goals daily and take action. Measure your progress. You have to measure where you started, how you progressed. Maybe there's an evaluation period you need to improve some areas. Take that time. What are, what are you doing? You are creating new neural pathways in your brain. Literally, you are changing your mindset. Review your goals and your vision board daily. And then focus and take action. Now I know Darren Hardy, if you've heard of him, the, he has a success magazine. He has a success podcast. He, can, I, he was the first one I heard say success leaves clues. So he talks about this that you want to focus on and take action on one thing. Now, he has a Sunday planning, 
And he said that he was, when he started out, you know, he met with all these millionaires, billionaires, and that's how he started his success company, magazine, podcast. And he said this one man, I don't know if he shared the name, but this one man always only focused on one thing until that one thing was done. So everything else that did not speak to that one thing, he did not do it. He did not do it. So you've got to, to take that Terminator focus so that you can inject action in the direction that is going to move the needle, that is going to show you the progress that you want to see. Also, Richard Branson. I know you've heard this story. Several people have told it. But people have offered him hundred, almost up to a million dollars to come speak at their event. And he denied it because it did not fit into his plan to move forward in the direction he was going. It was not in his focus. It was not on his radar. So the money was not his point. You may think, wow, that's a lot of money. I wouldn't turn that down. But is it moving you in the direction that you're going? Is it contributing to your plan, to your company, to your vision and message? You need to think about that. Think about those things when you are moving from corporate onto the CEO of you. You can... Start by your focus, your action. What is going to move the needle for you? What is going to matter? Let's recap. So for us to be the best version of me in 2023, we're going to show gratitude. We are going to manifest, which means we conceive, mix our faith with belief and receive, conceive, Makes our faith with belief and receive because our thoughts inspire our behaviors, which in turn triggers feelings and those feelings moves you into action. Be an excellent receiver. And when you start making your jump from corporate to the CEO of you, know your audience. Specificity is very important. Be clear on your message. Know where you're presenting your message. Market yourself. Set up your social media calendar and be consistent. Consistency is key, at least to success. Have all your financials in orders, maybe two or three different payment methods because something could go down. And study who you are most like, who is doing what you're doing. Study them, mimic them. Success leaves clues. Build your testimonials and journal your journey. I think it's very important to journal your journey. And remember to be the change that you want to see in the world. It all starts within you and then spreads outward. Which for me, I like to start with those closest to my heart. The ones I love, my family, my church family, my community. Whoever that is for you. Make sure that you're writing it down. Write your vision down and make it plain. Create a vision board and visualize what you want and make it big. Make it so big that you cannot do it. It is not attainable by you. 
has to be big in order for you to start moving in action toward it. Make sure that you're reviewing your goals and your vision board daily and focus and take action. Because when you focus, truly use Terminator Focus. When things come up, ask, is that contributing or contaminating to my project, to my company, to my direction, to my message? If it's contaminating, don't do it. It's an easy answer, right? But if it's contributing, get on board. So I hope that that's helped you think about some ways on the Inspire 2023 Be the Best Version of Me and moving toward the CEO of you. What I want to move into next is something I really do not hear talked about very much in the business world, but it's about the technical tactics that you, as the CEO of you, at least need to be aware of or possess. So technical tactics, the power is in your hand, your cell phone. Your cell phone, I have heard people say, could send the spaceship to outer space. That's how much power is in your cell phone. I don't think we use it to the ability that we need to. It is loaded with opportunities to organize to market and promote you, to record your podcasts, to store your documents, to collaborate and share with a team. You can do that right from home, right from the palm of your hand. So I want to go over each of those sections from a technical tactic standpoint, because like I said, I don't think it's really talked about a lot, but to be the best version of you, You need to increase your knowledge of what you're holding, what you're carrying around with you every day. So from an organization standpoint, you do have a files folder on your phone that can store your documents. You can load them on the cloud if you want to. There are different online apps as well that you could use. One thing for organization, let's go back to the files real quick. It's not just the files folder, but you can also have a Dropbox on your phone. So Dropbox is houses all of your files in a secure location and also that's accessible from anywhere. So if you didn't have your phone, you could access it from a different laptop or desktop. If you're at a hotel, forgot your phone, you can definitely get to your files. So that's another good thing uh, to remember in regards to your files. So some ways to track your projects and your goals or your tasks that you have. One app that I have used and it's free is Trello. You may have a favorite app. If you do, comment below the podcast. That would be great. But Trello is a great tool that you can use. It tracks your task. It kind of moves it through. And if you're in from an IT world in the agile uh, fashion, so you have like swim lanes you know, what you've done, if where's it at, if it's in progress, or if you've completed it. So you can track it in that way. So there's other ones out there. I'm just sharing what I've used. So if you've got something great that you've used and it's working for you, awesome. Share it with us so that we know. So moving into marketing and promoting. I did talk about this a little bit under your uh, CEO of you. But you definitely need to create your social media calendar. I had one that I love for Monica Shaw. Uh, it, because it segmented out 
the days that you need to post, like on Instagram, Facebook, or your other platforms. And then it also segmented out, you know, the meetings from a networking standpoint that you need to attend monthly. So you want to think about that. What are the opportunities that speak to your message and are in your focus realm that you can attend monthly? Set up a budget. And once you have your calendar set up, then what you want to do is schedule your post. On Facebook, there's a business manager. So you can use that to schedule your post on Facebook. And you can do that for the week. You could do it for the month. Um, if you have your IG connected to your Facebook, it will also post to Instagram for you. So that's very nice. Uh, you want to post at least twice a day. But set your times. Whatever those times are, just be consistent. Remember, consistency leads to success. So if you're only on Instagram, there is an app called Later. And you can use it to schedule your posts on Instagram. I'm not as versed in Instagram, so you may know more. And if you do, please share. Instagram may do its own scheduling now, but um, I am using either Facebook Business Manager and I have used later in the past. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are your best days on Instagram to post. So make sure that you're getting those posts in and again, be consistent at the same time. So if you have a lot of platforms that you post to, Hootsuite is an option that will cover all of your scheduling needs for all your platforms. It has a really nice calendar. You can see what you posted, where and when. So that is a nice option for you. And again, if you use something different, please share with us so that we can all increase our knowledge and maybe use something different that works better. Maybe that works better for you. So use the calendar you created to consistently post daily, again, at the same time. Example, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., or 7 p.m., uh, 3 p.m. is a good time. So those are just some examples. If you have an experience of a time that's better, that gets more engagement, let us know. We would love to know. So attend two events per month. You want to make sure to get that attendance in because you're getting your message out. You're meeting more people, meeting more contacts. And also, if you have a podcast, make sure that you're setting your recording times. And if you use an editor so you can get that out to your video editor and get it back in time to post on your podcast, whether your podcast is daily or weekly, just make sure. Some people do daily. Some people don't edit. Um, I have done both. I've done the live, just it is what it is. <laughs> and I've also had them edited. One um, mentor recommended on Fiverr. You can go out there and you can have people professionally create your intro and outro. So that's nice. I've done that as well. And it really does come out nice. So just make sure that you are being consistent. Again, consistency leads to success. And promote weekly on a Facebook live. Now this is something I'm really challenging myself to because I, I haven't been live a lot, but I do love to go live. So just if you want to start out slow, maybe do a live every, every other week. Usually the Facebook live, if it's attached to Instagram, we'll go to Instagram. 
and I think that you can uh, post a little bit longer video now on Instagram. But just check the requirements for Facebook and Instagram for the length of those videos. I know that when you share them to a story, they kind of cut them off. So you just want to make sure that the important part of the message is in the beginning, just in case it does cut it off. But you'll have about a minute of good listening time. So for podcasting, you want again, schedule rec your recording times to put them in the queue so you're always ahead. There's different software that you can use straight off of your phone. Anchor is a software that I use. It has some editing ability. You can trim from the beginning and end, and you can actually edit the whole uh, segment that you're recording. Very easy to use. I love using it because of the ease of use and because you can reorganize, you know, just point and click, reorganize, save it. You can also add background music that's already in there. You can upload your music if you have original music uh, to include on your podcast. You can put your intro and outros. You know, you can just organize it in a little segment and then it just all flows together. So very nice. Soundtrap is also another uh, tool that you can use to record and edit if you want to edit yourself. I think that's $15 a month. And of course, a lot of people use Zoom uh, to record. And when you use Zoom to record, you have to uh, convert your files. So it creates an MPA and you have to use like the MPA to MP3 converter so that you can upload that to different podcasts. I'm also on 360 Network for Women, so my show goes there. I use Simplecast to host my podcasts. So it goes out to iTunes, Google, Spotify, all the places. Uh, so that, I love that. So one thing, uh, when you're sharing your podcast files, that's another thing you can use Dropbox for because you can create a shareable folder, drop your podcast files in, and then if you are promoting on other people's podcasts, they could just go grab your file and then they can put their podcast in for you to promote on their website as well. So one thing that I feel like when you're podcasting, it's really important to have that community and promote each other. That's what I've noticed even with the big influencers. They promote each other. So let's collaborate. We're not in this alone. We are all in this together. And these are technical tactics that you can use in order to gain ground, to get ahead, to help you be more organized, be more focused, more consistent in your message. So one of my mentors is Araya McGarity. She has a free podcasting masterclass on Facebook under her Celebritize You group. And she's amazing. The podcast is amazing. And she's an Emmy Award winning talk show host, TEDx speaker. She's an award winning podcaster. And you will get tons of value from her. She's just amazing. I've known her now hmm, probably four or five years. And she has just pours into your life. She's not going to do it for you, though. So these are all technical tactics that we're giving you. Also, inspiration and motivation to be the best version of you. But you have to take the action. That's why it all starts within you. No one is going to do this for you. You have to take the action. You have to step up. And say, I want something different. I want my life to be better. I want to be a better version of me.
I want to help people and I want a better world for my children or grandchildren to be for my grandchildren. So it all starts within you. You have to do the work inside so that you can see the outside result. So the last tool that I want to share as you collaborate with others, I'm sure there's other platforms, but the one that I've used most consistently and successfully is Google Docs. Now the Google Docs lets you share folders with people. I have several shared folders with many different collaborators. So you can share your Excel, your Word, your PowerPoint. The collaborators can update your documents. You can all update at the same time and see the changes. The changes are all saved. So that's what makes it such a great collaboration platform. So, you know, I'm sure you've all seen in Excel in the past or Word, you have revision after revision after revision. And then a lot of times the changes get lost. You hate that. So Google Docs is a platform where you can share all the documents, update, and each party person, stakeholder can see what's going on. So <clears throat> in order to create, we are creators, remember. So for us to be creative, whether it's our podcast cover, our book cover, maybe our website, our branding, you want to have it looking professional. You want to have a professional presentation. And there's a resource that I use at Fiverr. There's a resource that, okay, Fiverr is the resource. And the people on there have affordable rates. And they do amazing book covers. They do editing for your book. Uh, I think editing, my book editing was the most expensive that I paid on Fiverr. Uh, you have video editing if you want to do that and your podcast editing. As I mentioned earlier, they'll create intros and outros for you for your podcast. And it's a, it's amazing experience at an affordable rate. So you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars is what I'm telling you in order to get your technical tactics and tools up to date, to get in the flow, to be a professional presenter presentation that people from the outside see when they're looking at that they're like wow that podcast looks great or wow their website they I wonder who did their website I need to get them to do my website so use your resources be wise and if I may offer one piece of equipment that proved invaluable <laughs> in all of my experiences it's a power block you run out of battery on everything your phone maybe your laptop your tablet so get a power block so that you can always be up and running you can always be up and ready to go live present something on facebook instagram twitter snapchat tiktok wherever whatever your platform is but you're you'll always be ready you will um be thankful that you got the power block because truly it is priceless. And another piece of equipment that will prove invaluable is your headset or whatever device you're recording on. Make sure that that is clear and you have good signal 
that's something I've experienced as well experienced as well is just a bad signal and then you go back to listen and it's cracking and popping you send it out to edit sometimes they can fix it but sometimes they can't and then it's like you know you were really in the moment and you just lose all that because you need to re-record it so you have to get back in the zone to re-record so what I love is I love the real authentic podcasts but you want to make sure again that your recordings are clear and professional a lot of technical tactics nuggets to point you in a direction to start the wheels turning i hope that you've enjoyed these because we need to be organized we need to market and promote ourselves in a professional manner we need to set up all of our tools for podcasting whether that's your social media calendar your actual recording software if you have a conversion software that you use. Also, one thing about the podcast I didn't mention is a Descript or some kind of transcribing software. I know some people use Otter, but you want to make sure that you use that software because then you can take your words from your podcast and you can repurpose that either in a book. You can break it out into posts and schedule your posts. So those are very innovative ways to use your content and your message and to reuse it, repurpose it. You want to make sure that you're working smarter, not harder. Oh, but what does James Malincheck say? Work right, not smarter, but work right. It's not harder, it's working right. So these are right ways to help you to get in and build your message up, to build you up, to build your following up as well. So I hope that you've enjoyed these technical tactic nuggets and I am here to inspire and motivate you and shout your affirmations out daily. Remember, you want to move the needle in 2023. Be the best version of me is the motto for 2023. People are waiting on you. Make your move and keep on moving forward. That was Walt Disney's motto. Keep moving forward. Don't let your brains die with you. Don't let your dreams die with you. Share with your audience to make a position, to make a positive imprint on this world. Don't let your dreams die with you. Share with your audience to make a positive imprint on this world. And you will. And I hope you've been motivated and inspired to do more, to go faster, to know that you matter. You are not alone. You are enough and you are going to stop the imposter syndrome. Stop comparing yourself to others and start being your true self. It's time, my friend. It's time for you to take the action. You are equipped with the tools. You're equipped with the knowledge. You do not need one more class or one more seminar or one more program it's within you you have your mentor you have your guidance from them you set up your focus and you start dreaming and you take action i can't wait to see what you're going to accomplish and i hope that you will share with us share with us what you've done this year so far and what you're planning to do what are your big 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 dreams so don't stop thinking big and know you're enough be inspired to be the best version of me in 2023 that is your affirmation. I want to be the best version of me in 2023.
Thank you for joining the Inspire 2023 Summit with 360 Network for Women. Inspire yourself, affirm in 2023, I will aspire to be the best version of me. Start to dream again and reach for those big dreams. Believe in the good again and start being the good you want to see in the world. Transition from corporate to being the CEO of you. Restore your faith in yourself. Lift your confidence and believe in God again. Believe all things are working for your good always. No matter what, they are working for your good. And you know what? You are enough. How to stop the imposter syndrome and stop comparing yourself to others and start being your true self. Make that your goal this year. Also, how are you going to improve your technical tactics and command your week with foolproof technical processes, apps, social media schedules, and grow your audience? Be true to yourself and storm into 2023 being your authentic, true self. Inspire 2023. Stay tuned to hear original song from Pamela Duran. That's me. Foolhearted lover. I just want to share with you guys today. I'm just a foolhearted lover. I know you have enough. Just a fool-hearted love 